The new age begins here. This is Grand Theft Podcast. Welcome to a new episode of Grand Theft Podcast, where we take a roast-tinted look back at our favourite GTA games, while eagerly holding out our empty gaming bowls and asking, please Rockstar, can we have some more? I'm your host Gareth, and with me each week is the sandy to my shores, the eight to my ball, the love to my meat, it's co-host Gary. Hey, hey. how are we doing? Good man, hey. how are you? Hey. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm good, I'm good uh, for nine o'clock on a Tuesday night, but uh, no, Wednesday night. Sorry, is, get, my day, uh, get, my, get my days all wrong. That's how oh. Milton... Just to, just to yeah. say, we, we tried to record without... Well, I tried to, to do the intro without actually recording. It's it's a very warm, yeah. late at night day for us. Yes, it is. Um, yeah, I was tempted to open a window, but no. <laughs> yeah, nobody wants to hear the neighborhood dogs shouting over yeah. us. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But yeah, no, I'm good. Uh, how about you? How are you? Good, yeah. Um, yeah. I'm ready for, for a thunderstorm. We're supposed to get thunder over the next kind of few days to clear the air because it is oppressively... Muggy. Just muggy. Yeah. Just, yeah. just one That's of those. The, yeah, one of those days. Yeah. You shouldn't have to actually force yourself through the atmosphere. But yeah. it kind of feels like that. <laughs> Definitely. What have you been up to this week? Uh, apart from work, nothing much actually. Um, mm. Yes, I've been, I've been playing games. And... Yeah, <laughs> I know shock is. Whoa. <laughs> shock. And um, so I bought two indie titles that mm. um, PS5 games. Okay. And I bought the physical copy and the physical discs because one of them is one I've always wanted to try, but I haven't actually played it yet. It's on, like, it's the next one I'm going to play, but uh, is uh, the medium. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, uh, big fan of, uh, as people know, big fan of survival horror and everything. Yep. And uh, the medium is supposed to be a. Uh, harking back to like silent hill and everything like that very cool and uh so i'm really looking forward to that i was gutted that it came out in xbox first because i really wanted to play it but now it's out in ps5 so i'm quite chuffed for that cool and this other one uh i was recommended to by um i'd seen a few playthroughs well i seen like people kind of praising this game and mm-hmm. it was developed by a really small indie team through unity and it's called tormented souls and mm. it is the closest thing to old school survival horror like Resident Evil that I've played in a long time. Cool. And I've not been able to put it down. It's like That's great. It's got its flaws. Like it's um it's not like it's not as polished as Resident Evil like remake. It's um uh the voice acting is a bit uh haphazard and a bit cheesy at points and stuff like that. <laughs> but I think it's supposed to like harking back to that old school survival horror and everything like that yeah and yeah. So, some of the puzzles in it like really got me thinking and like i actually had to start writing stuff down on a book wow yeah so like uh back in my day i used to back in your day <laughs> back in my day i used to uh, have the solutions to the puzzles for like silent hill and resident evil and stuff i got written in the game manual yeah okay because you had you had the game manual and you had a section at the end that had notes yep and this one has actually made me dig out a notebook and start writing down the solutions for puzzles. That's really cool. Yeah, like, it's uh, it's so cool. And uh, I am two trophies away from the Platinum already. Brilliant. And, yeah, that, and this week? Uh, yeah, that's just been this week. So I'm on Impressive. my... Th- 
I'm on my third playthrough now, and I've got one more to do after that, and that's that's the last two trophies I need to mop up. But they're hard. They're hard trophies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's playing the game without uh, using any healing items and Would without saving and without saving. Oof. So you can do yeah. them in separate playthroughs, but yeah, separate playthroughs. So still. I'm I'm doing the healing item one at the moment, and I'm saving like every two seconds. Yeah, yeah. Totally. <laughs> I get a little further without taking any damage. I'm like save, 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 save it now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really have to champion this game because like it just came out of nowhere, and um, yeah, people were saying, oh, it's just a right high harken back to like the ps2 era of like resident evil and silent hill and yeah it's it's amazing like i've just been so engrossed with it and i don't know what it is i just find like that type of game uh like like the old school resident evil going about mm-hmm. spencer mansion and going about um like the town of silent hill and stuff like that i just find it therapeutic i don't know why i just have like i've got my order of rooms i need to go i need to mm-hmm. pick up these keys and do that and i like it's just i can sit there and just go like just autopilot i'm just like okay i've got to do this 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 and like i just sit there and i find it relaxing even though i'm like getting scared every two seconds <laughs> <laughs> uh, i know what you mean but, i used to do that with uh with doom i got it on my yeah. snares and yeah. um it was exactly the same thing. I mean, it's it's not a comfortable game to play. Um, yeah, yeah. But I would I would just have great fun just knowing exactly yeah. which key cards, where they were. Um, and, you know, you kind of know what was around every single corner, but it didn't stop me, me jumping every time. Yeah. But that would be a rainy yeah. day. I would just switch that on and just play it start to finish uh, yeah. in kind of easy mode just because it was, like you say, it's therapeutic. Yeah, it, it totally is. Like, uh, like, the first playthrough was really... It was cool because, like, it was me experiencing the game for the first time and there mm-hmm. was all those, like, aha moments when I figured out, like, the solutions to puzzles and stuff like that. Yep. And uh, second playthrough is like, oh, I know all this stuff now and everything like that. So it was a bit more conservative with my ammo as a bit more uh so by the end i was like loaded with ammo at the end i knew exactly like where to pick people off and where to leave them and stuff like that and Mm -hmm. uh yeah it just like when you conquer a survival horror game and like you can just kind of breeze through it uh, it's it's such a nice feeling i love it (laughs) that's great that is great yeah Yeah, so yeah yeah so if, if there's any survival horror people that are listening to this and fans of it and love the old school resident evils like really pick up tomorrow in souls it is like it's dead cheap and like the team deserve all the praise that they've uh that they've been getting for this game and uh yeah uh yeah i champion it so much it's oh, it's it's so good <laughs> amazing that's really yeah. good that's good yeah doesn't sound like one i'll play but it sounds no. good yeah. <laughs> um, what have you been playing? Um, I have still been very slowly muddling my way through um, Control. Yeah, how are you getting on with it? Just love it. Yeah, good. Um, I'm, I'm just doing it for a little a little half hour at a time. Uh, yeah, nothing yeah. too major. Um, I'm getting lost still quite a lot. Um, that's mm. one thing that's probably just my fault. But um, yeah, I can't remember. Was it was it yourself I was speaking to, or, or was it Rast that I was speaking to? That I've actually started started using the little signposts. Um, okay. Yeah in the building itself telling me where the elevators and stuff are because I'm, I'm going off like in these massive tangents and then getting lost and coming back there was in fact um i, I bumped into the, the janitor again uh, and i was sitting there speaking and he said oh the door's just uh just at the other side and i was like oh right okay and i went all yeah. the way to the other side so I, he meant the room that I was standing in of course yeah and the doors were right there and i eventually got back to it and it was about 11 o'clock at night i was like you know what i'm switching yeah. this off um yeah. so i've not been back to that for a little while but i did get a message from uh, a friend of mine mac Mm-hmm. A friend of ours, Mac, I suppose. Um, yeah. 
as as you know him as well. Um, mm-hmm. But he was like, right, I'm coming after your high scores. He'd he'd picked up trials. Um, if you okay. From oh. quite a few years ago, and he was trying to hunt oh. down some of my PBs. So yeah. the other day I had a spare hour, and I was like, right, I just want to make sure that I'm not in any danger with any of my personal bests. Um, <laughs> so I went through each track and um, just familiarized myself, just in case yeah. I got close, just in yeah. case he got close. But um, yeah, so yeah. I did that. So I was I was redoing that, and my goodness, my uh, my left stick in, in particular was, uh, or my, my right, my left thumb, sorry, in particular, was starting to get cramped, so I had to switch it off halfway through in 404, which is... Yeah. A, devilish devilish there's one jump in there that you can just never make it's absolutely <laughs> awful it's really uh, annoying um i think it was i think it was the first one trials hd um yeah play, playing that on xbox 360 and uh that just reminds me of uh when semper five were recording their first ep was that um, just on in the background yeah like so uh like when uh when our drummer was recording his parts the guitarists were recording their parts the other people were in the other room with the mm-hmm. xbox playing trials fusion and call of duty zombies world at war i think it was back yeah, yeah. when that kicked off and uh, that's how we killed our time with that and like totally. every time i think of trials it just reminds me of us recording our first ep which was that's oh, brilliant <laughs> it's cool <laughs> that's really good that's really good yeah um as a drummer, there's nothing more boring than recording because generally your first day, maybe two days, you've done you've done your job, and yeah, I just yeah. listen to stupid guitarists with their stupid guitars. <laughs> See, I was basses and vocals. I got two jobs to do. Yeah. Well, this is it. Yeah, you you probably tracked at the start and then then had to yeah. prep your stuff for later on and then uh, and do all the vocals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Not me. I was just sitting around fetching yeah. coffee for everyone. <laughs> It's the only reason I was in the band. <laughs> For fetching coffee. Just I was coffee boy. <laughs> so as part of our intros, we've been discussing uh, between us um, that we'd like to share with each other, uh, and of course yourselves if you would like to listen, um, our top 10 games of all time. We got right into speaking about some games that we feel that you should be playing or uh, that could you know, tide over some time until the next iteration of Grand Theft Auto comes out. Um, mm-hmm. So we thought we'd share a little bit more because we, we were getting right into it. So um, yeah. Gary's going first. So what is your, your 10th entry or your first of your 10 entries? First of my 10 entries. Okay, so we're doing this uh, back to front. So it'll go 10 to 1. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and yeah. each week each week we're gonna um say which one is uh, uh which one is our game in that list yeah and uh it is no like no easy task to do this this is uh, insane but this is um i think this is a list that um i think someone had s- suggested years and years ago and i actually gave some really proper serious thought and mm-hmm. occasionally come back to it and i and i'm like Yes, this hasn't really changed at all. Like, there's no kind of new entries or anything like that I would put into this and stuff. And I think, like, over the past maybe five, six years, this has remained my top ten. Yep. Um, with one caveat, which we will get to uh, right, okay. l- later on. But, uh, yeah, so my tenth entry, uh, back when I first got my PlayStation, I mm-hmm. got two games. One of them is going to be my ninth entry into it. Ucha. And the other one is my 10th entry. And uh, so let's talk about the 10th entry. And uh, I used to go around to my mates that had mm-hmm. the PlayStation and we would play Crash Bandicoot 2 
mm-hmm. and Tekken 2. Ucha. And I was loving Tekken 2. I was like, yes, I really want this game. So um, when I eventually got round to my PlayStation, uh, I had those two games in my mind, just like I want those two games for the PlayStation. These are going to be the first two games I get. Mm-hmm. And uh, as it got closer to Christmas and stuff like that, Tekken 3 was just around the corner. Mm-hmm. In the back of my head, I was like, oh. like I I saw like all these promotion stuff for it and everything. And I was like, oh, I kind of really want Tekken 3, but I'd already put Tekken 2 on my list. And I was like, oh, do I want, oh, like, and I was like, no, whatever, whatever happens, like, I'll just be happy with it. But I was secretly wanting Tekken 3 more than Tekken 2. Yeah. And then Christmas Day came, PlayStation came, and the two games came along, and it was Tekken 3. Oh. And I was like, the dream. yes. <laughs> um, and I remember, I think, uh, I think, um, was i can't remember how old i was at this point i'm not sure if this was like pre uh pre pre or post santa believing uh and uh what do you mean yeah what <laughs> I, i'm sorry i'm sorry no nothing nothing shh, okay. shh. yeah 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 nothing. yeah and uh yeah so thinking that uh santa had mixed up the presents and mm-hmm. um, it's like, oh, so sorry, and stuff like that. It's like, no, I am happy. I am 100% happy with <laughs> yeah, this totally choice. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> so my 10th entry is Tekken 3. Amazing. And here's why. Because it is possibly the best fighting game I have ever played in my life. Uh, the character roster is just amazing. Mm-hmm. The graphics were so good at the time. Totally. Um, like, the gameplay was just solid. Um, each character felt so different, so unique. And the thing I really miss from fighting games is uh, like playing through the arcade mode and then like, getting to the last two bosses and you take them down and stuff like that. And then you unlock another character. And then you do the same again with another character and you unlock another character. Yeah. So basically you're doubling your roster by the end of this thing. And it was just such a treat to see everyone's like end cutscene and mm-hmm. then getting a new character to unlock and everything like that and then there was the two secret characters in it there was gun which was the small dinosaur That's that right. you got when you played tekken ball mode which was the volleyball game in it and it was <laughs> it was a ama- <laughs> yeah. it was a there was a volleyball game in it and it was so much fun and um yeah uh and there was dr Boskonovich, which was part of the tekken force mode and mm-hmm. so Tekken Force Mode was almost like Streets of Rage, but yeah, yeah. in the Tekken engine, and you had to like fight all your way to the end and stuff like that, and then beat Dr. Boskonovich to get him as your secret character. And uh, I felt like such, like, it was such an achievement to do that. And I just, oh, like, I've challenged my mates to Tekken. Like, uh, my, <laughs> my, my character was uh, Horang, which yeah, was yeah. the, um, he did Taekwondo. Yep. He's the ginger guy in ta- uh, did Taekwondo. And yeah, uh, it is a button masher's delight, that game. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. that's how I that's how I learned. I didn't really know the combos and stuff like that, but there was a few that I did know. And uh, like you can get through this game by button mashing, but Very. you can master this thing by learning the combos. And yes. um 
facing someone that knows the combos and everything like that is such a game changer yeah it in is this game yeah um i'm just yeah the soundtrack for tekken 3 it like is badass it is like unbelievably badass and uh, i love the fact it's on spotify now is it and uh yeah it's like they've released all the tekken soundtracks on spotify and tekken 3 is the one i always go back to because it, every single tune everyone's tune in that game is just an absolute banger oh that's brilliant it it's just solid to play like unbelievably solid anyone can pick it up anyone can like uh win a few matches and stuff mm-hmm, like that mm-hmm. but it is a like it's a joy to pick up and it has joy to master and yeah um it was a few years ago and uh we were just digging out some old PlayStation games and we've, uh, me and Laura found Tekken 3 and she's like, oh, I had Tekken 3. I was like, okay, cool. So oh, like, <laughs> it was after a night out and we came back came back to her flat and she was just like, we'll play Tekken 3. So it's like, yes. <laughs> so we, we stayed up for like maybe like another two, three hours just trying to beat each other at Tekken 3. <laughs> uh, I think she won but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i think she won totally. but yeah yeah um no tekken 3 uh like i'm gutted that it you can get it like on the playstation store or anything yeah. like that um but yeah if you have a playstation 3 find a copy of um the original tekken 3 mm-hmm. you can play it on um you can play it on that or if you have a version of tekken 5 i think has oh, really? the arcade arcade version of one, two, and three on it as well. Oh, that's good so, to know. Tekken Five is a really good game as well, but uh, no, Tekken Three is my my tenth choice. A fine choice. A fine, fine it's, choice. It's a good choice. It is a very good choice. It's it's one of those games that, like you say, was the future of gaming at the time. Uh, PlayStation yeah. pushed it so much. It had because it was on CD. It had the the kickass soundtrack. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I say, the graphics at the time were unbelievable because yeah. it was proper arcade stuff in your home yeah um, it was yeah definitely i used to i used to go down to the um well the beach boulevard and yeah, they yeah. had a tekken 3 machine there mm-hmm. and uh, like i wasted so many like uh 50ps or pound coins whatever it was playing that uh with my mates and it yep. was yeah like playing that and then having that in your home as well yes and you didn't have to like pop on a coin or anything like that it was good no it was that's really it. good that's when i, I remember like the PlayStation culture, that's when that really that properly yeah. kicked off, and it was it was yeah. it was great. It was absolutely brilliant. Um, yeah. Unless you get a, like a proper button masher. So Sandy, um, yeah. who we both know and love. No. Hi Sandy, if you're listening. Um, <laughs> he is Hi, the Sandy. ultimate. Yeah. <laughs> we um we had a PlayStation Two on our um in our tour van when we were yeah. going away. Um and uh Sandy would play us at, at every fighting game basically but tekken would be yeah. there and it, rather than holding a controller if everybody yeah. at home can now hold your hands out as if you're holding a controller yeah. and then take your right hand and yeah. turn it around so your palm is now facing down yeah. and take your index and middle finger and yeah slam them on imaginary buttons yeah as fast as you possibly can like you're a little like finger running man that's yeah. exactly what sandy would do and nobody stood a chance yeah no that's your technique is it yeah. no of course not no. <laughs> I, just press, I just press x four times the circle four times the horang yeah. and that's it, <laughs> that's it. That's good. That's good. yeah yeah um so yeah an absolutely amazing choice i think uh if anybody's yeah. not played it and again to your point i think this is uh, a little part of the the sad story of, of gaming in that a lot of these games i mean tekken 3 may never be played by somebody um 
Yeah. Because the, all the consoles, one day, the last PlayStation, uh, OG PlayStation, will stop switching on. And that yeah. disc is now just sitting there doing nothing. And I think this is, yeah. this is where uh, Sony... Uh, you know, Microsoft, Atari, and everybody, we, we really need to get emulation. Yeah. Uh, really need to get some of these preserved because it would be such a shame for all these games to, to just disappear. Yeah, definitely. Okay, what's your one? What's number 10? Number 10. Now, I'm going to apologize to myself for the order of these because... Okay. Again, like yourself, it was a good few years ago um, in the pub watching some football with friends and somebody popped up with, hey, what's your top 10 games of all time? And mm -hmm. the few of us that were out there just instantly stopped talking to each other, stopped watching the football, and just went yeah. away in our own little dreamland and started thinking about uh, loads of games. And this yeah, is the yeah. this is the, again the list from from several years ago. In fact, it's mm -hmm. dated twenty fourteen. In fact, the sixteenth of August twenty fourteen. So wow, nearly exactly seven years. Yeah. Um. So I may have to tweak a couple of things, but I've looked at number ten, and I'm I'm pretty certain this is a good a good number ten. This is a solid number ten. Okay, go for it. My number ten is and there's a story a little story behind this as well okay uh, and I'll, this is why it makes my top 10 in in whatever order yeah um but my number 10 is bioshock yes because of obviously i mean it is one of <laughs> because obviously <laughs> because of obviously yeah i think it is one of the greatest narrative storytelling games ever made and i i mean like storytelling game those two things merged perfectly yeah in a way that no other uh, medium like movie or book or anything else could actually ever do like a, a a movie or a book can say oh hey go and look around behind you right now and actually have something interacting like like you know it couldn't couldn't say like turn on the radio and it would have the right thing playing however this yeah. game through its storytelling actually made me do something that made me part of the game it actually drew, drew me in so much like this so my, my story was um I, I hadn't played it for absolute ages and again friend of mine uh, jim hello mm -hmm. um basically forced me to play it was like right go and play it play it play it play it so actually when he was leaving uh my flat one day he watched me put the disc in and i and i yeah. switched it on for the first time so and i'm going to spoil it a little tad here um because okay. there is quite a big twist in bioshock yeah um, so obviously it starts with the the plane crash. Uh, mm -hmm. You see a little bit of refuge. You see a, a, a lighthouse. You swim toward it. You go down yeah. in a big um, bathosphere elevator, and yeah, that's it. And you find this big um, big underwater city. Mm -hmm. um, and pretty much immediately, you're starting to talk to somebody over a radio, and you start kind of uh, doing stuff. You you start video gaming. So yeah, yeah. I'd said this about a week later. Um, we were hanging out again. He was like, how are you getting on with Bioshock? And I was like, yeah, I was just like, I just, you know, the thing that's really bugging me, um, other than not like dual wielding, and I think that the combat was a little clunky and this is where two really took a step forward. However, yeah. um, I was like, the thing that's really bugging me is just like there was this plane crash and, and I've just swum across and I've gone down into this place and I mean, why am I doing these things? Like I'm genuine, like, like the, this person just said, hey, go and get a thing. And I went off and I just like, I pushed the buttons and now I'm going off to get a thing. Mm. Uh, and then... Like, I met somebody else and they were like, go and do this other thing. And I'm like, oh, now I'm just going off and doing this other thing. I was like, I've got no no real idea of what I'm doing. I'm just walking around this place doing things for people. I was like, yeah, what the hell's that about? And he was like, I wish I could write down every single thing you said, finish the game and phone me up when you've done it. So, of okay. course, we get to the twist, yeah. which is you're technically under like a hypnosis kind of thing. And your your trigger word is would you kindly... Uh, and going off and doing it and i just fell for it who like a stinker and the whole time right. i'm sitting there to myself thinking why am i doing these things yeah 
technically I was under that hypnosis and no yeah. other game will ever reach out or no other um, medium could ever reach out of the the page or the screen or whatever and grab somebody like that. I don't think it's the best physical game game to play. Um, oh, no. no. It's, but but it's it's completely different from anything else I'd ever played up until that point. Um, mm. My word will it always stay with me when I yeah. when the penny dropped and I remember the conversation I had with Jimmy, I was like, no, nah, this is this is phenomenal. This is something special. Yeah, definitely something special. And I like I wish that I'd played Bioshock like when it came out. Mm-hmm. Um and like to experience like that properly. Like I didn't know the twist and stuff like that. And like I, mm-hmm. I was like you, I was um but at that point in time I think I'd been like like there was there's obviously like stuff in Metal Gear and stuff like that breaking the fourth wall, yeah. and um, there was another game that I played probably bef- just before I dived into Bioshock was um, the Stanley Parable. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So um, uh, my mate was like, "Oh, you've got to play this game," and I was like, "Okay." So uh, walking down, walking down the hall, and you have this uh, very charming British man uh, doing <laughs> the narration over the top, and he's like, "Stanley walks over to the left door, and there's two doors in front of me, and I'm like, I'm gonna go to the right one." And so you go to the right one, and then <laughs> the man's just like, "Stanley goes to the left door, and there's still <laughs> two doors," and he's like, "No, I'm gonna go to the right one again." So I go yeah. to the right one, and then uh, it has one single door in the next bit, <laughs> and it, like, um, it's challenging, like video game mentality and stuff like that. It's stuff we've yeah. been brought up with for years and years and yeah. years in terms of like, um, like you're Mario, you've got to go save Princess Peach from Bowser. Mm-hmm. That's it. You're yeah, Link, yeah. you're the hero of time. You have to got to go save Princess Zelda. Um, you are Claude Speed. You have like, have to take revenge on Catalina. That's yeah. like, that. that's the thing. You have to do these things in the video games. You have objectives, you have all that kind of things. And I think Bioshock took that knew that people play games with objective based minds and mm-hmm. uh totally just flipped it on its head totally. and just like like a hand came out of the screen just slapped you across the face and was just like yeah you've been doing this the whole time and we knew you were going to be doing this the whole time and now um yeah we've made this a part of the game and a part of the story and everything like that and it's just so well done and like it, the game peaks at that point, and mm-hmm. I don't think it maintains its level. Like it peaks there, and you're like, "Oh my god, wow!" And then you start going and going and going, and then you get to the end boss, and you're like, mm, "Okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah." For me, the the series continues on like that a little bit. I think um, I quite like Infinite. I'm not gonna I, lie, I, I like Infinite, but um, I think it took me a lot more to understand Infinite than it did for the original Bioshock. And yep. Infinite came out the same year as Grand Theft Auto V and yes. The Last of Us. Yeah. So yeah. two games that probably had superior stories overall. In, in, Infinite's too good for its own good. Uh, and like you say, up against those two, it, it, it didn't stand a chance with a, with a game that actually needs, needs thought. Yeah. Um, uh, not to say that, you know, gamers are... No, no, no. Or, you know, you know, mindless shooting, but at the same no, time, no. um, you've got two massive behemoths there. Um, just showing the way. I was I was I, I disappointed myself in, in Infinite because halfway through once I started twigging that there was all these uh, like I started I um 
was it girls just want to have fun was playing down at like the beach side um and it took me ages because it was it's not just played um it's on like a one of those things that you know you turn it uh, that kind of thing yeah 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 yeah. and it was just um it was just kind of being played on a piano it just took me ages it was just because it's subtly in the background i was just like wait a minute Mm. that's a pop song that's yeah. not from this oldie worldy time. Um, yeah, and you have um, you have the barbershop quartet singing uh, "God Only Knows." Yes, this is exactly well. it. Um, yep. And my my imagination started going running right about what this could all be about. And then when it actually yeah. came down to it, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, oh, what I thought it was like the end of the Lost. What I thought was going to be <laughs> way cooler. Um, yeah, but actually, we got like a, a relatively kind of straightforward. Well, not so much in in um, infinite. I think I think it's the fact that like like the like we're saying this this big twist in Bioshock One like that was mm-hmm. like peak. That was just yeah. so good. No nothing had been done like that. And then as the series kind of went on, like two probably didn't get a, as good a reception as one because it didn't deliver that twist or didn't deliver anything on par with that. And Infinite tried to do it as well, but we were expecting it, so we've been speculating mm-hmm. and. The thing with speculation is that we, you can like, like run wild with it, and like things grow arms and legs and everything like that, and like things might not be as spectacular as you have them in your head. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's that's me. I think Bioshock again. Yeah. If you've not played it, sorry for that spoiler. Go and play it. Uh, and if you have played <laughs> it, go and find it and just quickly go through it again because it is a yeah. great, great game. Um, I have it on my Switch now. Perfect. So yeah, I think that's that's pretty good. So we will uh, continue this on next week. So we we will come back with some others. I'm just I'm really looking at my list, and I'm yeah. There's a few that may have to change back. So I've got a lot of work Ooh. to do before next week. Um, oh okay. No, my mine is solid. Mine is so solid. yours is locked. Mine is locked down. Absolutely yeah. locked. Um, so yeah. Um, again. Drop us a line. Tell us what you think about either of those games or um, your top 10 as well. Uh, keep them coming in. So that's Grand Theft Podcast at gmail.com or you can uh, DM us on Twitter. That's Grand Theft Pod and Grand Theft Podcast on Instagram. Right, let's do a little bit of news. News! Now it's time to talk about some of the news, leaks and rumours that are surrounding GTA in a segment that we like to call Weasel News, confirming your prejudices. In the recent update to Grand Theft Auto Online, there has been some uh, new little collectibles um, showing up. So there's been a bunch of shipwrecks hidden around the map, and by finding them all, you get rewarded with a pirate costume. Yar! Yar! (laughs) (laughs) This is not one I've done myself. I think I'm going to switch it on, and I'm going to get through these ones maybe tomorrow or maybe over next week because I'm off. Um, But it got me thinking about some of the amazing ridiculously long time-consuming like thumb-breaking activities throughout games that we've done for some pretty rubbish rewards um (laughs) now thanks to ign i've got a little list of some of the the most ridiculous ones Uh, and of course we all have we both have our our kind of favorites uh or ones that we've spent plenty of time doing uh especially for certain trophies as well um and of course and I've mentioned it plenty of times before, those bloody submarine missions in GTA V for 10 bucks. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, uh, I love sitting there play, doing collectibles yeah. with a podcast on uh, and yeah. just kind of listening away and, you know, 
collecting stuff uh, mm. towards my trophies and toward my 100%. But there's something about this one that's just, it's nearly three hours, I think, if not yeah. more. And that yeah. submarine handles like shit. And yeah. <laughs> even with a pretty good pinpoint guide, yeah. it's really hard to find these things. Um, yeah. So that's that's going to be, it. that's just the, the top honorable mention there. Um, yeah. So what stands out for you? What's what's the things that you've gone and really gone above and beyond in games and then just come out with like, what? Nothing, nothing really. Um, yeah. Just 100% bragging rights. Um, yeah, that's it. 100% bragging rights. Um, I mean, all the Riddler trophies in Arkham City and Arkham <laughs> yeah. Knight, I think possibly might be top of my list. Like, I love that game. I love those games. Mm -hmm. It's just... Like, They're on sale uh, just now on PlayStation, by the way. I got go for um, buy, buy them, buy them, buy them. I did, them. yeah, sixteen yeah. <laughs> quid. Uh, I got the entire collection because since we were talking about it a couple of weeks ago, um, yeah, yeah. I thought right, I've got it. They're all there now, so that's fine. yeah. Like I, th I think like it wasn't like too bad in City in terms of um, like they didn't add towards your completion bonus okay yeah like it was uh, like you could still finish the game and stuff like that and see the ending and everything mm -hmm. like that without collecting all the riddler trophies but in arkham knight you had to collect i think it was 80 percent of the trophies and if you collected 100 percent of the trophies you got um the actual ending was that the um nightfall protocol is that okay so that would be the only reason that i did them all yeah that's the only reason i did them all as well and it took forever <laughs> yeah yeah it was. yeah yeah um crash bandicoot 4 <laughs> okay um so crash bandicoot 4 possibly the best crash bandicoot that i've played mm -hmm. it is uh like it's just so much fun to play the controls are just snappy it looks gorgeous it's uh got such diverse levels and everything like that and it just feels like a continuation of the crash uh games mm -hmm. but um so there's 38 levels okay there are six gems per level mm -hmm. there are another six gems per level for inverted right so so the gems are it's like uh 40 percent 60 percent eight percent of wampas mm -hmm. uh completing it without uh without was it three deaths or less yep finding the hidden gem and getting all the boxes so you have to do that once for the normal mm -hmm. level, you have to do that all again for the um, for the inverted, mm -hmm. and then you have to if you have one of the missions has a like a split timeline, so you play as like Cortex or another character and stuff like that, and then you join up with where that person would be halfway through the level and switch back to Crash, and that counts as a separate level. Oh, so you have another six gems, and then you have the inverted mode of that. <laughs> with another six gems on that. So the total, I think, gems come to roughly around about 228, I think. Jesus. Uh, that's normal gems and inverted. So normal gems, 200 and something, and inverted, another 200 something. So you're about 456 or something. Like, it's well over 400 gems. And then you have time trials, Mm -hmm. So, and you have flashback tapes as well. And the flashback tapes are so hard. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just to get the completion bonus. Uh, I have not done this. Laura has done 100% of it. Oh, and, Jesus. Uh, but there's 106% to 
to get. Jesus. And, uh, yeah, that's all the time trials and everything like that. And yeah, um, she's not too keen to do that. <laughs> no, no, I don't blame her. Um, so yeah, um, those ones are like sticking ones because like a lot of crash is like a lot of trial and error in terms of like trying to get like perfect runs and everything like that. And yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. there's a lot of deaths. <laughs> yeah, this is it. This is it. And when it stops becoming fun, fun. yeah that's that's exactly it those ones are yeah. the ones that annoy and yeah mm-hmm. like you say if it's at the end of it <laughs> yeah i didn't hold that um, yeah yeah i mean some games don't even give you anything uh like you, you unlock some costumes and stuff like that but they're like there's nothing really to do that I, and like you don't get like much at the end of it what kind of really boggles me about about some of these things is you, you go into all of this you go yeah. above and beyond. That's 106%, not even yeah. 100%. You've yeah, got to go past, yeah. past 100%. Yeah. Um, you've done everything in the bloody game. Yeah. What use is a costume now? <laughs> I know, exactly. I don't exactly. care if Crash Bandicoot now looks like the Sugarpuff monster or <laughs> something. <laughs> That's brilliant. I've seen it yeah. for literally three seconds before I switch it off again. Yeah. Oh, man yeah it's just not it's not gonna worth it like um i don't know whether this is um this i think this was just bad luck on my half so Mm -hmm. um i was get like i was getting so close to platinum uh jedi fallen order and i was like yes like i'm so so close to doing it and like it was like i think it was like my first playthrough or something like that i was like oh like this seems like an easy platinum yeah so uh, I played through it again and mopped up any little trophies that I needed to, but there was one trophy I think glitched because one of the data entries wouldn't read for me. No. So I had to start all over again. <laughs> no. And did, you, did you do it? I did it, yeah. I got the platinum trophy, but there's nothing else. Like, it doesn't doesn't give you anything else. Like, because by the, by the time you get all that, you've already unlocked all the lightsabers, you've already unlocked all the ponchos, all the skins for BD1, all the, um, the stuff for the Mantis. And yeah, it doesn't give you anything, really. No. No. Except this hollow feeling of yeah, regret. Just a platinum trophy in my, in my list, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. I mean, we've only yeah. got... How many platinums yeah. you got? Ooh, uh, let me check two seconds. He has to check. It's going to be a big number. I think it's about 15, I think. Oh, oh, really? Yeah, I'm not... I, I was expecting to be shamed. Oh, no, no, you're not... You, you've you probably got way more than me, so... Uh, 33, I think. 33? I think, I think I'm about 15. Hold on. I've not logged into that app for ages. Uh, I do like the app. Um, <laughs> Tormented Souls, I have two trophies left. <laughs> Can't wait. Can't wait. Uh, right, Gary Addison. What does he say? 15. Yeah, I got 15 Platinums. 15 Platinums, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay, I feel pretty yeah. good there. I thought... Um... Yeah, like I, I used to used to only go for like 100% and sometimes mm-hmm. like Platinum trophies don't like include that. There's all these like little things you need to do and stuff like yeah. that, like, uh, like jump on the spot 15 times or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I used to always be happy with just like either completing the story or completing something 100%, but uh, yeah, yeah I've, st- I've started going for Platinums now, so right okay okay yeah i i i started off with the right which games do i have to just jump on the spot for 15 times uh just to get those <laughs> those uh, trophies i'm so annoyed when uh oh what was it i am mayo that game yeah, they just had to tap I, a fucking mayo jar yeah, for yeah. half an hour 
I was yeah. really annoyed when they got taken down. So two of my friends uh, had this bet on for the year and they were like, okay, whoever wins the most Platinums mm-hmm. over the course of the year, like, I don't know, they had bet something on it. I can't remember what it was, like bragging rights or something a bit more substantial. Mm-hmm. And um, so they started started doing it and like throughout the whole time, um, one guy was ahead and he was like very confident, very cocky, and stuff like that. He's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get this and stuff like that." It came to New Year's Eve, Richard. and uh, my other friend had intentionally not synced up his trophy <laughs> thing, and uh, he was like, "Yeah." So uh, the first mate was like, "Oh yeah, like I totally won." The other mate was just like, "Oh, hold on two seconds," and it was just like I think it was about five minutes to twelve. He just synced it, and he had one more trophy than No. <laughs> he made sure that he was one ahead. Oh, that's brutal. <laughs> so good. That takes a we, I think we yeah. need to do a trophy segment and get that guy on just, yeah. to, oh, it's, just uh, to talk about that. Yeah, you know him. <laughs> Perfect. I can imagine who it is. Yeah, of it's, Craig. it's Craig. <laughs> yeah, of course it's Craig. <laughs> that's a Craig move. <laughs> that's such a Craig move. I love it. When you were telling me, and you just yeah. imagine the scenario, I just imagined Craig. Yeah. <laughs> good. Good. good excellent good evil yeah. genius that is that is evil genius yeah perfect that's perfect yeah. so uh any for you um in terms of trophies and stuff like that or uh anything off this this list um yeah there's there's a few so um yeah so the spaceship parts in gta 5 okay yeah now this gives you both a one of the best um rewards ever mm-hmm. um but it was a glitched reward uh, and there was no way of retrieving it without, I believe, and you couldn't go back to save games and save states and stuff because I tried all that. I was I was on YouTube and I think, oh, I want to say maybe I did it twice. Well, I did it on PS4 the second time. So by collecting, I think it was 100 um, uh, spaceship parts. You take it back. Um, oh, what's his name? It's not the truth. I was just going to get straight in there and say, you take it back to the truth, but it's not the truth. Um, and he builds you the space docker. Okay. Which is basically like a, a sand dune buggy um, yeah. that's got like a really cool horn and lights on it. And it looks like it can mm-hmm. communicate with UFOs. Um, but through extensive research, we can confirm that that's not really the truth, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's many hours on YouTube uh, with um, with trippy commentaries. If anybody's interested in some of the, the cooler sides of Rockstar Games, definitely check out trippy commentaries. Um that guy's constantly uh, live streaming, checking out like fan theories of there might be a Bigfoot up here. So he goes up and he'll stay there for like days of in in game days and just checking out every single little yeah last like pixel to make sure that he's he's not uh, missed anything or uncovered everything. So it's he's he's very cool. Yeah, very um, mythbusters. Yeah, very <laughs> mythbusters. Yeah, very much. Um, and yeah, so you get it. Um, mm-hmm. it's Franklin that, that gets it. It's one of Franklin's signed missions. Um. You take it back to Franklin's garage, mm-hmm. put it in there, off you go, get on with your day, it disappears. Oh. It's so annoying. It is so, so annoying because every time you go back um, to go and try maybe another theory or, or do something else with it, it had gone. It had just gone. Oh. So annoying. So that you might as well, again, do all of that stuff for absolutely nothing. Oh, that's a shame. That is such a shame. 
I'd love to think that that's like part of it, and it's actually just been beamed up. Um, and actually, oh, okay. there's a second mystery. That's that's how I slept. Um, after I cried <laughs> that's myself. That, on my that's table. how I sleep at night. <laughs> that's that's it. even even. I just go night night space stalker night night. <laughs> hope you hope you're nice in space. Um, <laughs> Um, but there's, there was a few that I went and looked up. So I, saw, I found a very cool uh, video by um, IGN um, yeah. and the, um, a couple from The Completionist as well. And there was some really, really interesting ones that I, I found. So the first one, I'm not sure if this is one that you came across, but I, for the Game Boy, it was Pokemon. Mm-hmm. The ones you collected at all, now I believe this is quite a large feat in itself, it gave you a text-based diploma. Yes. That is quite non-celebratory. It's mm-hmm. oh, like people before you and many after you, you've you've got it. Well done. Yeah, you, you've got them all. You've got them all. Um, you can print it out though. Yeah, you can print it out in the Game Boy printer. That is at least worth something. Yeah, exactly. But you would have to buy a Game Boy printer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it literally costs you to have that trophy. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I yeah I did one hundred and fifty. Uh, an <laughs> nice. original and stuff i was uh, yeah that's the only pokemon game that i've done it is the original og uh, red that's pretty good though that is pretty good because those are not easy i am very close actually to getting 152 in um pokemon let's go pikachu so the good remake job. of remake of the originals and uh, I'm missing two Pokemon, and I can't seem to get them at all. <laughs> I don't know how. <laughs> so I remember my yeah. uncle uh, worked in oil. He was he was offshore the whole time. Mm-hmm. So these are these are big guys in, in oil rigs doing big yeah. dangerous jobs, drilling <laughs> uh, and stuff like that. And I remember it was maybe one Christmas I was speaking to my uncle. He was like, "Oh, my mates are so annoyed. His my, his mate offshore was so annoyed because his his wee kid had got hold of his Game Boy uh, and." started a new game and deleted all of his oh, uh, no. Pokemon. Apparently they would just sit around playing Pokemon the whole time on their Game Boy. <laughs> oh, nice. Fantastic. Oh, Fantastic. no. Oh, that was, that's horrible. I, like, um, like, you you really did have to, like, go out of your way to delete mm-hmm. your save game on Pokemon. Like, you had to hold down, <laughs> yeah. like, several buttons to do that. So, yeah. Yeah, um, kid must have just thought, oh, there's not enough room on this memory card. I'll yeah. get rid of this game. <laughs> Done. Yep. <laughs> Flushed. Um, yeah. So here's here's a deep cut. Do you remember okay. the the 3DO? Yes, I do. Yeah, that amazing console that um, in real time took you about ten seconds to go. What? Yep. Okay. There we go. Um, yeah. <laughs> it had about what, a year, maybe two years. It was very ill fated. It came out right at a, a really tough time. Um, yeah. But there was a great game on it called Gex, and yeah. it was basically this lizard guy that would jump around. Um, yeah. So there was this, <laughs> this mode that was like a bonus mode. Now, if you complete the bonus mode without um, dying, you got mm-hmm. into like this super duper hard mode. Um, yeah. And if you were able to complete the super duper hard mode, do you think you got a reward? No. Nope. You got 20 minutes of text abuse on the screen um, saying, why don't you go outside? Um, <laughs> put the controller down. That yeah. kind of stuff. Just basically berating you for being great at the game. Oh, that's, that's, that's not nice. <laughs> that's not nice at all. No. no. Bad developers. Yeah. Um, there's Zelda, Breath of the Wild, 900 seeds. <laughs> and cool what did we get for that? A poop. A, a poop. golden poop. A golden, a golden poop. poop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, I mean, I don't know how annoyed I would be if I'd gone and, and done them all and then got a literal golden poop. I, th- I think one of my friends actually did that. 
Oh really? And he's like he's like it's not worth it. <laughs> no, was it Craig? It it was a Craig, but not that Craig. Not the Craig, okay. Not the Craig. <laughs> okay. That's maybe I was thinking that might have been karma for the the trophy. No, no, no incident. Trophy gate. Yeah, trophy uh, gate. Um, can't remember the year. <laughs> no, can't remember the year. But yeah. there will be a, a Wikipedia entry if somebody wants to write this up in Wikipedia. Yeah. Um, trophy gates for everybody to start looking up. In fact, Craig, start your own Wikipedia page for it. Yeah. Write up how you did it, uh, and we'll yeah. direct everybody to it. It'll be the yeah. highest traffic <laughs> Wikipedia page. <laughs> um, Shadow of the Colossus. Everybody loves Shadow of the Colossus. Yep. Uh, are we talking about the lizards? Well, the the garden at the top, the secret oh, garden. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Apparently, according to um, the game's creator, there is still a secret that's not been found. Uh, and Ooh. it's only a couple of years ago that they actually found the parachute. So this could be... Okay. Could still be could still be real um mm. but at the end of the game um your horse findus and uh the lady that you've argo you've worked so hard to say oh, okay, <laughs> it's, argo. it's argo <laughs> um uh are up on a, a lovely garden on yeah. top of the the temple um yeah. and it is possible to get up there by mm. playing the, i think it's at least four playthroughs uh umpteen like lizard huntings uh, mm. I think it's all the silver back lizards, if I'm right in thinking, to, yeah. to get your grip meter and your health meter up enough so that you can actually climb the entire thing. Yeah. Um, and the only thing that's up there yeah. is fruit that takes all of your stats away. <laughs> <laughs> so you work so hard to get up there and you think, yeah. oh, look, here's that health giving fruit. Oh, wait a minute. What? Wait, what's happening? No. And you see physically all of your, your uh, like stat bars drop down. Oh dear! Now the again the director says, "Oh, it's it's about you know." Um, is it worth it? Like doing all this or like that kind of? There's like a yeah. a, a message in there. Um, yeah. I just think that's so annoying. I would be so annoyed. <laughs> it's pretty wide. <laughs> it's pretty yeah. I mean, it's a pretty bold. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I said it's it's kind of like the opposite of a new game plus, really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's new game minus. <laughs> so. For the next one, uh, for the reward, I wrote down just pish. Just pish. Just pish. Um, does okay. anybody remember the cube? The cube. Are we talking about the Philip Schofield presented game show? I'm not. I'm talking about the. Because <laughs> I love that cube. <laughs> yeah. Apologies, I just kind of completely blanked on the name of the curiosity so i know this one uh yeah this is this is very interesting because nothing ever panned out at the end of it well this is it and it was yeah so the the game's called um curiosity it yeah. was an ios game um yeah. and it was like a uh i guess a massively multiplayer online i suppose where yeah there was this multi-level of of cube layered yeah. cube um that you basically tapped away at um yeah. And you broke away tiles and everybody was doing this at the same time. Yeah. And the whole idea behind it was the last the the, the person to crack the last tile yeah. would, would get a life-changing experience. Yeah. Pish. Nothing happened. Nothing happened because the game never came out. So this is uh, Peter Molyneux, uh, famous for, well, infamous for promising a lot of stuff that he couldn't really deliver on. Mm -hmm. um, like Fable, great game um, and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. uh, I've enjoyed all iterations of Fable, but it is just not as um, grand as he made it out to be. No. And this next, yeah, so the next game, I can't remember the name of the 
game it was called, but the person that actually got to the center of the cube uh, had he was supposed to be the god of this game. Yeah, like he could so make he, decisions. And- he could make decisions. He could do whatever he wanted in this game and stuff like that. And um, yeah, pretty much give him free reign to do whatever he wants. So it's like it's almost like almost like black and white. Uh, if you ever play black and white where you were the god and you were kind of like um like kind of overseeing things and everything like that but uh someone else was doing it for you and you would adopt this game world and stuff like that and yeah but there'd be someone like pulling all the strings and stuff like that um but yeah that game never happened it didn't well it it, it definitely didn't break even let alone turn a profit um that yeah. the this person was was uh, promised and yeah i believe even a few years ago like three four years ago now the person was was contacted directly and goes like how did how did it go and they're like yeah i've not heard anything from it for a while peter Morland used dumped it and moved on um yeah so yeah brilliant excellent mm-hmm. stuff great reward for two 25 billion little individual tiles that were were cracked oh dear i can't remember how long it actually took yeah um yeah. And I remember putting in just sitting watching telly, maybe yeah. doing doing half an hour here and there. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, that's real life time. Absolutely nothing. Pesh. Yeah. Next one. He, yeah. No, he could have came in like the last tile though. Oh, he could have just done the last little bit. Yeah. This yeah, he could have just here. done the last little bit of the tile and stuff like that, and everyone else did the hard work. Yeah. He just I, swooped I, in. <laughs> took all. <laughs> took none of the credit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> took none of the credit. <laughs> I feel like we're the winners in this scenario. Yes, we are. Um, so I've got one more here. Okay. Uh, it's another GTA one. Um, and here is, again, potentially the point that this game gets gets not as much love as, as we believe it should. And it's a GTA 4. And it's a reward for completing the game 100%. And that is... Well, let's let's see. Do you think the game would give you unlimited ammo? That sounds plausible, yeah. It does, yeah. Yeah. Well, how about just the ability to purchase unlimited ammo? Okay. Um, so you still have to go in and buy it, but hey, yeah. your pockets are infinite. Not even a t-shirt that says, I completed Vice City and all I got was this lousy t-shirt. That's you cool, get, though. Yeah, it is yeah. very cool. And yeah. to be honest with you, when I was reminded about that, I, I need to go online and try and find a t-shirt and say that. <laughs> yes. So yeah, I thought that was that was a really interesting one from from Rockstar there. Uh, yeah. And again, maybe <laughs> maybe I don't know part of the the grounding of and reality of GTA Four goes. Should we just give them? No, you wouldn't just get free stuff for doing no. like all your like chores. How no. about the ability to buy as much stuff as you want, <laughs> as long as you can afford it? The ability to buy. So basically, like like spending your own pocket money. Amazing. <laughs> so those were the ones that I found, and I thought mm-hmm. to myself, you know what? Yeah, um, not worth it. Not worth it. So I think I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop collectibles and games based on all of this. <laughs> <laughs> nah but most of the other ones are fun though you know what i still i mean let's face yeah. it none of it means a thing yeah none of it none of it means a thing when i started thinking about it when i saw the the, the pirate uh costume and i was like huh okay i was like what's what's the other stuff i've got for doing loads of stuff in games and i couldn't even remember half of it and yeah. yet at the time it was probably all in cons- all consuming and yeah, yeah. Uh, the only thing that i could actually think about at, at, at that time so um yeah yeah definitely remember like the most important part um 
most important part of any kind of game is the journey. Doesn't matter where you end up or anything like that. Just enjoy when you're traversing through a gaming world. 100% agree with that. Yeah. Um, they even made a game about it called Journey. Yes, they did. And it's beautiful. It is beautiful. So now it's time to wrap up our little feature looking at the mobile versions of GTA, or at least the 3D mobile versions of GTA. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in one of the coolest, and I'm calling these DLCs. I keep saying DLC, but it really wasn't. These yeah. are standalone games in their own right. Oh, uh, yeah, definitely, yeah. So um, personally, one of my favorite additional contents in GTA, uh, and this is the wonderful Vice City stories. Yeah, back to Vice City, baby. Yeah. <laughs> the return that we've all been hoping for that did actually happen. Um, yeah. And I think I think this just kind of cements that for me, I think Vice City is the, the best location in, in the entire GTA world. It's... Yeah, it's just got so much character to it. And, like, it's just so colorful, bright, and... But it has, obviously, its darker side to it, which we do find out through these games. Mm. And, yeah, it's just, like... It's Rockstar just wearing all their influences on their sleeve and stuff like that. So, yeah. like, your Miami Vices, your Scarfaces, all that kind of stuff just plays into this. And, uh, yeah, it's just as good and as the original Vice City. Like, there's just so much crammed into this handheld game. Yeah. And it's it's just amazing. We said it last week with um, Liberty City Stories in terms of being able to squeeze the entire labor city into this handheld and mm -hmm. uh, maybe like cut in a few corners here there and stuff yeah. like that but what they managed to put onto it was like amazing and i don't think much corners were cut in terms of vice city i think it's all there as far as i'm aware yep i don't think yep. there's there's anything that, that particularly was was taken out um they did have a couple of years to 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 work on this one um yeah yeah so maybe they learn some tricks from the you know from doing um from doing uh, Liberty City stories and it's not quite as vertical you know Liberty City is is very small but very condensely packed yeah. even Vice City yeah, yeah. uh the the full game is is a lot more open uh with with far less density yeah it's got some room to breathe in mm -hmm. terms of like uh my you have your built up areas and stuff like that like obviously towards like the top end of the first island and the much the middle half of the second island yeah but then everything else around that like you've you got your beach strip and everything like that you've got the docks around that that way as well yeah and uh yeah it's just oh i love it i love vice it's so good <laughs> isn't it now I, it's amazing to be having said that i mean any any gta game that i'm playing at the time is my favorite GTA oh, it's, game. it's your favorite yeah it is it's one of those those yeah. wonderful things but i think I, I think it's that character that the city itself mm. is is the star of the show i think in this um, oh yeah and yeah you almost you almost feel the warmth they, they do such a good job yeah they really do and i like i'm gutted i never really properly got to play this game until i bought the ps2 version of it and yeah. that was uh maybe about five six years ago right okay. i did that and uh so it really didn't get to experience this game because by the time it was coming out it was sort of the tail end of uh the psp's kind of lifespan yeah it was. and in terms of like how much sony were pushing it so, uh, yeah, the game was out uh, in America on Halloween of 2006. Happy Halloween. Uh, but 
yeah, but over for us it was uh, the third of November, so it's not too not too far, not just too a bad. few days. And those were back yeah. in the days where over here in the UK it would sometimes be months, but in between releases of things. Yeah, yeah, especially with games mm-hmm. and movies. Yeah, definitely. And the PS uh, two versions actually came out just about uh, a few months after that in March of two thousand and seven. Okay. That oh, most wow. of them okay. came out. So, so yeah, it was um, yeah. So the PS two port version of the game had a number of improvements over the original PSP version, including enhanced graphics and new activities and Easter eggs. Ooh, yeah. So, um, in terms of what we were saying last week with uh, Liberty City Stories, maybe not running as well on the PS two as it did on the PSP, mm-hmm. uh, I think this one was a, just a genuine kind of like, okay, we need to make this work yeah. properly on here. Yeah. So they've added some things and stuff like that, which they can because the PS2 was more powerful than the PSP. Yeah, totally. It's just, it's just like learning, like if something's really focused towards like the PSP and stuff mm-hmm. like that, it might have been a bit more harder to do that. So they probably took the lessons that they learned from that and just improved on it for this one. This is it. This is it. And like you yeah. say, just just enhance certain things. One of my favorite things ever, uh, and this is this is some of the genius of the the people who work at Rockstar. Um, so if you're listening, uh, developer, that you did this, <laughs> you know the um, the literal Easter egg. If you jump through the window, uh, yeah, yeah, and there's a literal chocolate Easter egg sitting there. Well, in Vice yeah. City Stories, because it's two years earlier, there's a tiny little yeah. crane building the Easter egg, and it's all just <laughs> slowly getting <laughs> built. Um, well Bravo. done, that person. Well done. Bravo. Because they, they put in certain like uh, messages and things, like the the whole, like, you're not supposed to be here messages and, yeah, yeah. and things, uh, with, like, you're still not supposed to be here. Um, yeah, yeah. And certain of those, because they, they could get a little, you know, more textures, because those are just basically textures, stuff on the side of a yeah, building. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. They were able to put more detail in the PS2 version, but yeah, for me, the, the literal building of the Easter egg, well done. Yeah. Very well done. Amazing amazing and yeah it just it goes to show that like these aren't just like little like side games or just something that you can kind of miss like they do put a lot of effort love and care into building these games yeah that's and, it uh, yeah and like you should experience these because they are fantastic totally so for me mm-hmm. this one I think has a, a more heartfelt or a, a a more grounded story within the lore. I know, like, um, yeah, yeah. Cipriani is a great character, and yeah, I love his kind of his story arc. Um, yeah, yeah, it's it, it is good, and it feels it feels very more in line with GTA Three, and this one, like, it does is kind of reminiscent of Vice City in terms mm-hmm. of like, um, like falling into the criminal underworld and stuff like that and kind yep. of rising your way up through the ranks. But um, whereas Tommy Versetti is very much uh, like, yeah, I want this. This is what I want. Totally. Vi- uh, Victor Vance, who's your protagonist in this game, mm-hmm. uh, kind of just falls into it by accident and he's like, uh, like he's very reluctant to do it. Yeah, very CG. Very, yeah. I don't want to be in this. I don't want to be doing these things. But yeah, oh, yeah. look, a gun. Pew, 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 pew. Yeah. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. Yeah. But that's us. <laughs> Doesn't, yeah, this is it. Well, yeah. I mean, my, uh, yeah. my right trigger finger uh, yeah. gets pretty hot in, in all these games. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, he's very much against it. So yeah. we, we've said it. But however, I think the, the, the story moving forward, because we know what happens in the end of it. Fair enough, in 3 yes, we yes, did. We, we knew that, oh, he's a character from GTA 3. That's really cool. We get to see a bit of his story. 
with this yeah, yeah. one, we know we know there's a tragic ending to this. Um, we do know there's a tragic ending to this, and we will get there. We definitely uh, will. Ha- yeah, I mean, if you've listened to our Vice City uh, story summary, it is, yeah, we basically spoil it at the start of that. So. We do, yeah. <laughs> We've already done that. Yeah, but we'll leave it just now until we get to that we'll get point there. in the we'll story. Get yeah, so yeah. It, it does make it, for me, more of a, a grounded story within the GTA world, this one. But um, yeah. you're right, it's a, yeah. it's a little bit of a, I think the start of it, it's a, it's a bit like... Well, let's talk about the start, uh, and I think it's a bit okay. awkwardly paced. But later on, it gets absolutely phenomenal. I think it's got. Some, oh yeah, again, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it, really it's a stuff. bit. It, yeah, it's a bit startery at the start, but yeah, um, this is the start. Like this is the this is, this is the tippity top of the <laughs> <laughs> of the uh, the story of the three D universe. It is of the Holy Trilogy, and uh, so yeah. Uh, yeah, this is pretty much your Phantom Menace of this all. It really is. <laughs> it really is. Yeah, it is. And we've got like the Qui-Gon as well. Yes, we do. Yeah. My word. <laughs> I know. Um, do you want to take away? Okay, okay, here we go. So, uh, we okay. meet Mr. Victor Vance. Yes. I, I would say just about as much fun as to say is Lance Vance. Um, although oh, yeah, it doesn't, Victor Vance, yeah. doesn't rhyme, yeah. but sounds like a great DJ. Um, yeah. And yeah, definitely. He's living on the the uh, Vice City Army Barracks. Yes. And falls in with a a, a tough crowd. Um, mm-hmm. He falls in with... No, Martinez. Martinez, that's him. Yeah, Jerry Martinez. So uh, I th- he's his sergeant. That's right, that's I believe, right. I believe, yeah. Uh, he's up to no good. Yeah, oh, he's definitely up to no good. Um, he's in Vice City. Like, I mean, let's face it. Everyone's up to no good. But yeah, it's... Um, yeah, he's just like uh, Jerry Martinez. Like, you kind of get the idea that like, he's just like, oh, I can do what I want sort of thing and yeah. I'll get away with it. And Victor Vance has a, like a very strong moral compass. He does. In terms of like, uh, yeah, he, like um, Jerry Martinez tries to get him involved in drug trafficking and mm-hmm. he's like, no, no, I'm not, I'm not doing that. No. It's not what I want to do and stuff like that. So uh, yeah, falls out with Jerry Martinez mm-hmm. and he basically frames him and he does. gets him kicked out of the army. He does. Dishonorably discharged. Dishonorably discharged, which... By planting drugs in a hooker in his... Yeah. <laughs> in his in barracks. His, in his barracks and then ordering a... a inspection. Inspection, thank you, yes. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, totally. Uh, a classic yeah. move there from a, a dick sergeant. Oh. oh, yeah, definitely. I would imagine. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah. it's, it's quite funny rolling in and out of there on a wee trail bike, which is... Uh, Oh, yeah. One of the best modes of transport, because I think the bike's just right outside your barracks. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. So that's the best way of getting in and out um, and <laughs> running over all your army your buddies. fellow army buddies. <laughs> yeah, totally. This is it. And again, I, bike. We, we, um, we've, I think we've mentioned this before, um, and that's the like kind of juxtaposition between somebody who's so morally strong um, and <laughs> us, the player. Um, I, I, not I think, yeah, I think that's like... Is that a detriment to, uh, like, like, I don't know, like, I mean, Rockstar, I think, always have that problem in terms of, like, the player's going to do whatever the hell they want. Yeah, like, even though we have these, like, morally great characters like Vic Vance, like Arthur Morgan, mm-hmm. like, yeah. um, all the, uh, all these kind of people, and, like, like uh, Franklin, like CJ, mm-hmm. and... Um, yeah, like they're supposed to be the good guy, the uh, the person that will uh, like won't kill and do all that kind of stuff. But I mean, yeah. <laughs> but 
we do. It's, um, it's, it's left in our hands. So I, I don't know whether I don't know whether that sort of um, juxtaposes it or uh, I think I think this is something I, I've heard this kind of criticism, uh, uh, you know, a few times from like reviewers and and like uh, retro reviewers and uh, and all this, uh, all yeah. these uh, guys and, and everybody's you know got such a. Uh, a good point uh, and and do bring it up in the right way however i i, I think i mean a you're the player so i mean don't do those things because <laughs> if it i think it's supposed to be more of a like a role playing you're supposed to take the role of cj or uh yeah, yeah. in this case victor vance and stuff um yeah. i mean it's really hard because you know dodgy controls and pedestrians and cars equal uh, well yeah flat equal, pedestrians equal. yeah <laughs> but um I think this is also how Rockstar get away with saying we don't tell the player to do any of those things. It's up to the player to do what they want. Um, yeah, yeah. We're just telling a story of yeah, yeah. somebody who's fallen in with the wrong crowd kind of thing. And I think that's a little bit of a, you know, if you put your honor at the end of it, I think that's a little bit yeah. of a, a get out of your free card for them. Yeah, I was about to say it's like kind of their saving grace sort of thing. Yeah, uh, yeah yeah um it's on us not yeah. them that's what we're saying yeah it's it's on us like we're we're the bad people always yeah always so yeah we've just been kicked off an army base we have indeed we have indeed um mm -hmm. and we instantly we've already met uh a recurring character one of our first recurring characters and again there's yeah. something about this game that holds a little bit more weight over liberty city stories um, and as much as I think Liberty City Stories is great, especially with Ma, yeah. Ma doesn't show up in Vice City, so oh, that's yeah. a markdown well, for well, Vice City Stories. Yeah, that is a markdown, yeah. One star uh, off. One star off. Um, but um, we find Phil Cassidy. Who Phil Cassidy has is, two arms. Has two arms, yeah. That's it. Um, and he ha he's still voiced by Gary Busey. Yeah, amazing. Brilliant. That, coming back. That's so good. Yeah. Yeah, coming back to voice him. Uh, that's really, really cool. And he was in... Uh, you did meet Phil Cassidy a little bit in Liberty City Stories, but not too much. That's right, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And at that point, obviously, like he'd blown off his arm. We found that out in Vice City, which was we did, yeah. good fun. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah, so you end up working, uh, working with Phil Cassidy, and he's basically... Is he trying? Is he smoothing things over with uh, Martinez, or is Martinez like and him kind of partnering or something along those lines? Yeah, I think that's it. They're they're kind of yeah, they're like working together. But yeah, I don't think there's a lot of trust in in either of those no. ways. Um, I think uh, Martinez no. is probably just using Phil, uh, and Phil oh, yeah, definitely yeah probably just needs to work. Uh, doesn't trust Martinez at all. Um, mm -hmm. as we we kind of find out because. You know, these two are, are really the catalyst for, for what happens a lot yeah, further definitely. down. But um, yeah, basically, Vic does a few jobs for Phil and gets a nice wee mm -hmm. safe house, somewhere nice to stay. He does indeed. And during Phil's missions, uh, we meet up with uh, Phil's brother-in-law, Marty Williams. And yeah. he, he's a piece of work. <laughs> oh, my God. That was that, and that's being polite. That is that is definitely being polite. But yeah, you end up like working a little bit for Marty as well. Yeah, and you just realize what what an asshole he is. Oh, he and really he's is. just he's like your typical kind of redneck sort of um, just yeah, very ignorant, very like um, my way or the highway, very yeah. old fashioned in terms of the way he treats women yeah. and. 
Yeah, so he's got um, he's got a wife and a baby as well. So there's wife's Louise and the baby is Mary Beth. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he abuses both of them uh, throughout the whole thing. Which yeah. Is, yeah, it's it's not nice and stuff like that. And even, Phil, and, yeah. Sorry, yeah, even for Rockstar, yeah. they, they go, I don't know if they go above and beyond or, or beyond a line or, you know, but like you say, they really kind of lean into yeah. his abusive nature. I mean, yeah. And... Uh, like it's, he and his mates are just a bunch of racist shits. It's yeah, yeah. The whole, I mean, the whole situation with him, he's just a grady twat. Um, yeah, and I think I think it just like I think they're just hitting home the fact that like yeah, he, this guy is just yeah, he's just horrible. Yes, he, he really is. <laughs> he's just a horrible person. And um, yeah, uh, Vic being the the morally great character that he is, is uh, he's like well. Uh, you can't be doing that stuff. No, that's no. That, that, that's kind of wrong and stuff like that. So yeah, I'm gonna have to take you out. Yeah, basically. so uh, yeah, so Vic kills Marty, and uh, after a few kind of things, I think he runs him over. Is that right? That's right. Yeah, there's a, there's a few kind of different uh, altercations between the two of them. Um, yeah, Vic keeps working for him, although every single time yeah. they meet, he's just like, "Dude, don't say nah. that stuff. Don't say that yeah. stuff." Um, yeah, yeah, and then eventually. He goes, I think he goes too far even for Vic. Um, yeah. And he and Louise jump in a truck because they've been, they've just been getting uh, very friendly. I think Louise is quite happy that there's somebody in her life that um, yeah, yeah. isn't beating her up and, and, you know, shouting at her the whole time. Yeah, definitely. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure that Vic ends, um, Vic runs him over yep. and uh, takes over uh, his um like drug enterprise at that point in time totally protection rackety stuff and uh yeah like you said he forms a relationship with uh, louise yeah. yeah yeah totally who becomes like the kind of love interest of this game yeah pretty much um i like louise yeah louise is great um though they do do something quite bad later on in terms of uh drugs oh yeah 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 him uh well her and lance which is a nice little segue say lance is yeah, here <laughs> yeah 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 um lance lance has now now entered the frame lance trust vance <laughs> lance trust lance vance. t vance that's how he he uh introduces himself um <laughs> and it's weird like seeing like it's only two years in between mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. advice city and the fact that like he has those like kind of geek glasses yeah, really on thick. and stuff like that so he's coming through to Vice City to pay uh, to pay his brother a visit mm-hmm. and stuff like that, but they're also needing um, money to pay for their brother's asthma medication. Yeah, that's right, because their mum keeps spending the money. Um, we never we never meet him. No, we never meet him at all. No. Um, so th- yeah, so this becomes the kind of like main drive for Vic and Lance at this point in time is to gather the money together so that they can pay for. Oops, sorry. I'm hitting the mic because I'm that excited. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, yeah. So they're getting the money together so that they can pay for uh, pay for their brother's asthma medication, uh, and like that basically is the three point right yeah. to the very end. Yeah, it is. So there's many different ways and means that they go about doing that. Um, they steal uh, Martinez's cocaine, mm-hmm. and tensions arise with between the brothers. Because uh, Lance and, like I said, Louise, as well, used the cocaine for themselves. That's right, of course, yeah. Um, yeah, and, and Vic's just like, what the hell are you guys doing? Totally. We're supposed to be doing something with it. Ah. This is it. I think that's the only <laughs> yeah. way that the Vic wants to get in deeper. Although Lance keeps on trying. He's working with a corrupt 
DA officer. Um, yes. And there's some wonderful kind of dialogue in there where where Lance is really trying to get Vic on board. Um, and yeah. he's like, we're, so we're smuggling drugs now? He goes, no, 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 no. And he's like, the drugs are already in the, the country, right? And the DA officer, he's like, yeah. And he goes, it's not smuggling if yeah. they're already here. <laughs> Good, perfect. Yeah, good logic. Well, well, well logic, log, that's a very logical answer. So, yeah, I mean, he's not wrong, but no, he's also he's not, not wrong right. at all. Um, yeah. But yeah, so you, you get to see, and, and like you say, Lance coming in with his big kind of like milk bottle uh, glasses and yeah, he's got his wee red t-shirt on and yeah, yeah. looking. He just, he doesn't, he just doesn't seem like as cool. Like, obviously, like, you learn over Vice City that, like, Lance is just a dick. Yes, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, he's, like, um, he's the the guy that uses the bigger kids to beat up the other kids. It's very cool. much, very much. And, uh, and uh, yeah, he will, like, sell you out and twist your back and Same. stuff like that. But, like, when you first meet Lance, you think he's quite cool and he's got the suit well, and this the is it, and everything like that. And uh, but then when you see him in this, you just like he's a this dork. Is, yeah, that's where he started. And then closer to the end, there, only... as he's is yeah. Lance is slowly becoming the Lance Vance we all know and love. He yeah. gets his suit. Yeah. Um, not long oh, after yeah, he's yeah. met like Phil Collins, but he definitely he gets his suit. <laughs> Phil oh, Collins is in man, this. This is so. Good. I wrote that. I just put a note in all capitals. Phil Collins. Um, <laughs> Phil Collins. It's so do, good. Do, 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 I sat and watched that entire performance cool. just with <laughs> so, my jaw on the floor. It's so cool. They they recreate the entire thing. Yeah, it's amazing. Like it's so amazing. But like it's the fact that uh like if you go back and look at it now, it is just like PS2 graphics, <laughs> Phil Collins on the drums. As you as you cut in and out of um like beating up people trying to i think kill them trying to cut yeah. down the the lighting st- uh, rigs yeah. to, to come down it, it's it's amazing and it's the fact that they got phil collins to come in and yeah. do that yeah, yeah. and uh like voice him yeah uh, and like do his voice and everything like that and give missions and give missions and everything yeah he's like a proper proper yeah. character uh and timothy spall as well timothy spall a huge Tim- actor he's the the manager it, oh so yeah. he is yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Going oh, full, that's amazing. full of readers in pet. Every day's in pet is like where I knew Timothy's oh, yeah. ball from, and he goes, "Yeah, Kill from me." <laughs> I know him from Red Dwarf. Mm. Oh, who was he as well? He was. Uh, it was the Back to Reality that's, episode, no when they come oh, out the VR thing. That's right. And he's the technician guy. I forgot. <laughs> that's a blatant clue, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so good. You tell me, you played a Pratt r- version of Rimmer for this whole time. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> it is. That is one of the best. It, Anybody who's listening who's never watched Red Dwarf, <laughs> go back and watch the entire Red Dwarf oh, now. Please stop oh my this God. now. I love I love all of Red Dwarf. That's my so that's my like one of my favorite series of all time. Because I thought I remember Timothy Spall being in one of the like flashback episodes to before that. I think he was um he was there with Nigel from from EastEnders. Uh and they were they were both um uh Lister's mates. Just before, oh, it, yeah, yeah. Uh, before everything kicked off and everyone died. Um, oh I yeah, yeah. There's an engineer coming out of back reality. I remember going to school yeah, on yeah. Monday morning and having watched that on Friday night, being the most excited to see my friends ever because that episode oh, yeah, yeah. was life changing for me as a kid. Yeah, oh, so it was good. so good. Dwayne Dibley. So it's the first time yeah. we meet Dwayne Dibley. Dwayne Dibley. All right. Welcome to episode <laughs> podcast uh, number seventy-seven. <laughs> red. Oh, the red finally, dwarf one. someone, someone I can start a red dwarf podcast. Yes. With. <laughs> I do it. 
Yes. Uh, okay. Let's get Kyle Forbes in this as well. He's a huge fan. Uh, yeah, yeah. Kyle Forbes is a yeah. huge... I mean, name name a thing. Kyle Forbes is a, uh, is a um, fan of it. <laughs> we did a Red Dwarf quiz at Basement. No way. And, and like, yeah, he was in a team with some other guys and I was in a team, I think almost basically by myself. I had like two guys with me and seen a couple episodes, but Andy. like I was the one that was just like, Ugh. but then like they started listing off all the book stuff and I was like, oh, I haven't no. read the books. <laughs> uh, and Kyle's just like, <laughs> <laughs> Evil Kyle laugh. <laughs> yep. <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, it was, it was, it was okay, good. we need to do that. Good. Okay, if anybody wants to start funding the GG um, podcast network so we could just Wait. talk about podcasts 24 hours a day. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. That'd be amazing. Just like have, a different day like, for a different one. Different day for a different podcast, yeah. Uh, Star Wars would have to take up about like maybe five of them. I think it would, yeah. We've got, I've got so many <laughs> theories on Star Wars. <laughs> so just good. one all about uh, Darth Jar Jar. Darth Jar Just one. <laughs> I want Darth Jar Jar. I want that to be made. I want it to go back. Scrub, scrub the, the prequels. We'll just write them off as a mistake. Uh, or an alternate universe. They all wake up at the end of it and realize it's a horrible dream. It was, it was all, it was a, all dream. a dream. Uh, and then we get Darth Jar If I don't see a red lightsaber and those stupid ears, I will be extremely annoyed. Amazing. Amazing. Uh, I think, I, I don't know if they've managed to get it out of Ahmed Best yet. Like, what their plans were for him I'd, uh, one day I th- I, I'd hope George Lucas on his mm-hmm. on his uh, deathbed just confesses everything <laughs> he was a Sith Lord Darth Jar Jar was real <laughs> <laughs> I am Darth Jar Jar <laughs> and I am the dead uh, <laughs> uh, right back to GTA yes okay that's what we're here for today Back to the story. Uh, <laughs> so, so after after Lance and Louise use the coke for themselves, um, and fix like, oh, geez, why why are you doing that sort of thing? Uh, they find out that um, Marti- it was Martinez's coke, mm-hmm. and he was only transporting it for the Mendez brothers, who are the kind of like almost the big bads of this game. Yeah, like Martinez is just a, just a underling at this point but yeah he's kind of peddling these drunks for the uh mendez brothers yep um yeah so at, at this point in time like obviously because they've used the drugs and stuff like that they have to end up like Vic and lance have to end up working for the mendez brothers at this point mm-hmm. uh only to be betrayed after doing a few jobs for them so afterwards uh yeah the mendez brothers basically just turn on them the old classic at that point story in time yeah and during this uh louise gets kidnapped mm-hmm. uh this is sometime after uh, Vic protects and saves Phil Collins' concert. <laughs> well, he does. Yeah, this is it. And, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, it's great. It's just great. Yeah, it's it's so good. It's so good. Uh, I really I want to talk about it more, but it's, no, we can't. <laughs> we hundred percent could if we want to. So, oh yeah, it's hundred percent. Yeah, just a side note and stuff like that. We do have, yeah, we do have an outtake of this. We do, uh, as a, a transparency. Are. Unfortunately, we had some technical issues where we, 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 we did the best podcasting that you've ever heard in your life. Basically, unfortunately, yeah. you're not going to hear it just now. Uh, it is no. the best podcasting ever, um, and it mm-hmm. should win awards. Um, but yeah, it should. Unfortunately, um, the, the yeah the audio was a bit messed up. So I think we've got some backup audio that we might be able to hear at some point. Um, cool. But yeah, um, 
So yeah, yeah, the uh, the narrowly missing out. Yeah, um, yeah. So if you're a fan of Phil Collins, you'll you'll enjoy. <laughs> you will really enjoy that because we had a very you'll in-depth chat about Phil Collins. Yeah, yeah. And also, uh, give us an email at uh, podcast at gmail.com if you prefer uh, the Phil Collins era of Genesis or the Peter Gabriel. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. So um, yeah. The Mendes brothers kidnap Louise after they save the concert from the Ferrelli family. Mm-hmm. So the Ferrelli, uh, yeah, the Ferrelli family were planning to ruin Phil's concert, weren't they? I think, yeah, that's it. They were trying to yeah. uh, knock down the all the uh, the lightning rigs and stuff. But um, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. Vic Vic manages to to save them from that 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 hit. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and. Uh, yeah, he rushes and uh, he and Lance rush to the rescue. So they get uh, Lance gets captured by um, Armino Mendez at that point in time, mm-hmm. and basically Vic has to fight his way to the underground of the mansion, where a deranged Armando's waiting for him, wielding a flamethrower. Yes, a flamethrower. So you end up taking him out, uh, and although that Lance. Like, so Lance gets kidnapped at this point as well, and so does uh, Louise. Uh, so Vic manages to save Lance, mm-hmm. but he doesn't manage to save Louise. No, no. And she dies. She does. And this is this is a genuine, genuine sad one. There's not many characters in GTA that yeah. when they die, I, I genuinely feel, like, heartfelt for. Um, yeah. But I genuinely, like, I did with Louise. Uh, yeah, I think, it's the, I think it's just the fact that, like, like Vic was like her way out of a, mm-hmm. like a really horrible lifestyle but it kind of just kept crawling back to it and stuff like that so she yeah. was like she could have had this life of normality but then like probably being in the situation that she was in like uh like having a lot of drugs around and everything mm-hmm. like that like i mean she probably did have problems and um yeah just uh for her to get kind of like almost sucked back into it like yeah after yeah. having this kind of level of escape, it is a bit bittersweet. It's a shame, yeah, it is. Yeah, like, yeah it was definitely pulling her back in. Um, yeah. And I think rather than getting rid of, what, well, I mean, one gritty fucking asshole <laughs> of a, a criminal, oh, yeah. but, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, unfortunately, Vic wasn't m- much better. I mean, he's a better person. You oh, know, yeah, yeah. Um, You know, he's not a racist, sexist piece of shit, but... Um, yeah, but he's still, still a criminal. He's in still this. involved in this yeah. stuff. Yeah, and, and and she still had access to to drugs and stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, she was a bit of a thrill seeker as well. There's that great mission where you go uh, quad bike racing. Yeah. Um, uh, she absolutely loves that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. So she did get like wee moments of it, but um, I think at this point, this is really kind of stressing stressing Vic out. Uh, not only because of her, but. But Lance Vance keeps on just saying, "Oh, forget her, man. Just uh, you were too good for her. There's plenty more fish in the sea, um, yeah, yeah. that kind of stuff." And he was like, "No, no, no, no. I wanted to. I think, I think Vic wanted to settle down a little bit at that point. I think he'd found mm-hmm. he'd found somebody that he he actually wanted to get out of that that life with. Um, yeah, yeah. But unfortunately, either didn't didn't take that step soon enough, or no, or should have just left it. Yeah, should have just um, yeah. separated a, a lot earlier. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah." A very mm-hmm. sad one, I think, in this. Yeah, definitely. And um, so now, um, fueled with rage, um, <laughs> after <laughs> rage, uh, with the help of Phil Cassidy and Ricardo Diaz. 
Now, yeah. this got me. This got me because Ricardo Diaz is a dick. <laughs> he is a dick. He's such a dick. But he helps out in this situation. Uh, Vic manages to steal an army helicopter using, obviously, his connections and stuff like that. The Hunter, mm-hmm. which is, like, infamous infamous yep. with uh, Vice City. That's all I did in Vice City. That's all I did at Vice City at one point was go to the police station, mm-hmm. get a policeman's uniform, Yep. Head up to the porn studio, yep. get the seaplane, fly the seaplane, and as soon as I got over that helicopter, like I basically crashed the seaplane in <laughs> next to the helicopter, went for the helicopter, went up, and basically just went along the strip and just started blowing away. <laughs> <laughs> and I did that constantly. I mean, this is the first... <laughs> lo- um, yeah like flight in in gta as well like well vice city not uh yeah, not vice yeah. City stories but yeah yeah vice city yeah vice city with the seaplane that was the first kind of thing and also with helicopters as well and yeah. the fact that they had this on the handheld as well which was excellent and uh yeah so you get the hunter uh you proceed down to gun down some of uh diego mendez's so it's uh, armino's brother and uh, eventually bring, uh, bringing him to land on the roof of the Mendez building, mm-hmm. where he enters inside to continue his killing spree. Upon Victor's return to the roof, there's one final confrontation, which ends up with Vic killing Diego and Martinez as well yeah. at this point. Yeah. So Martinez is gone, who has arrived in the helicopter when Vic is halfway through reaching Diego. Lance arrives to help Vic, but he's just too late. At that point, like, Vic's already <laughs> dealt with it. I mean, he really tries, like, hey, I'm he? Yeah. hey, I'm here. <laughs> Come on, bad guys. Where are you? Where are you? Like, yeah, yeah you, be- you better run. Sorry. Yeah, that's done. Uh, yeah. And a great final mission. Just so, so good. I think... Um, yeah, yeah. It's kind of... It is very reminiscent of the end of the one in Vice City in terms of, like, you are just going through, like, a gauntlet yeah. of people to get to that final bit. Totally, totally. And be able to, like, yeah. flying around on the outside, taking out floors yeah, of, yeah. of people um yeah it's just yeah it's just that epic yeah, set piece it, that, just, that, it, it just needs to end on something like that it does yeah. and sometimes and it almost contradicts myself earlier sometimes when a rockstar game will it'll always say oh no 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 don't kill people yeah outside of the story it's storytelling yeah but it gives you <laughs> a big building full of people <laughs> but an attack helicopter yeah <clears throat> sometimes they just go re- they're just really good at just going okay we can do it this one time yeah well i mean it it serves the story at this point in time because because because, yeah vic's on just a rampage at this moment which is yeah he really is yeah but yeah triggered yeah but yeah uh it turns up too late and like lance is just like oh yeah i would have totally helped but no uh and together they agree never to touch drugs again because drugs are bad (laughs) and you should stay in school uh but yeah we know how that turns out <laughs> yeah we do we do and yeah yeah and the vance brothers get into lance's helicopter and leave vice city to send pete the money for his asthma medication the oh. end sunset oh. helicopter flies off into it and it's all nice and good and two years yep. later they just come back and mm-hmm. um yeah victor ends up doing the first drug deal in vice city with tommy versetti and dies <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, but yeah, um, like actually given like a, a huge backstory to one, like a very sub-character, it's like it is very Star Wars in, in that regards. It, it's, it is very Lucas at that point. Yeah, um, 
definitely. Uh, but yeah, like it's it's a short story. Like this is a really short, yep. um, very self-contained kind of story, and it leaves off on like like I said, it leaves off on a weird note in terms of it's like let's never do drugs again, let's stay away from this life, and they fly mm-hmm. away in the helicopter, and it's all seems happy uh, roses and everything like that. Uh, but yeah, like we know where this ends up. Yeah. So I mean, like like you said uh, beforehand, uh, do you think there was something that was maybe cut uh, in terms of like um, like saying that that one job that we need to go do sort of thing and just leads back into it and stuff like that? But yeah, yeah, it's it's like I say it's it's quite an abrupt. Oh, that's that all done. Um, okay, do you want to do a drug deal? Yeah. No, no more drug deals. Okay. Yeah. Let's just do yeah. one more, and off they go. And I, I always thought that maybe that took us right up to the moment they were literally away to drive off to meet Tommy and, and do that that ill-fated drug deal. But like you say, it's two years apart still at that it's point. It's two years apart, and I think that's where... I like. I honestly think that that is the intention of that ending, is the fact that that's supposed to lead into that drug yeah. deal. And yeah. I, think, I think that makes more sense in terms of like, it's like, but why would you leave it two years? Yeah, precisely. Yeah. Precisely. Yeah why, yeah, why would you leave it two years in between it? But yeah, um I think if they set it like if they set it in nineteen eighty five instead of nineteen eighty four. What would you do if GTA six filled in that gap with maybe maybe not as Vic or Lance? <laughs> but imagine you okay. were Lance and Peter. Vic, Lance and Peter. And you that was your three characters to to chop between. Okay. Hmm. Hmm, that's interesting. I don't think it would do it though. <laughs> no, I don't think they will. I don't think they will. Yeah, I no, think no, it was no, just no, one no. of those no. things that, that there was a, there's a plot hole there and they give yeah. Give me uh give me a game uh that has the three protagonists of Kent Paul, um who else? Kent Paul, Phil Collins <laughs> and <laughs> and someone else. Someone else. Uh Avery Carrington. Just give me oh, give me Burt Reynolds, game. Phil Collins, and Danny Dyer. That I want those so three. <laughs> that would be a great game. Okay, so that, that's our new <laughs> our new uh email in. We want to hear yeah. your three protect- favorite three protectors from any any of the games. Um uh, yeah, if you, you if like you can make yeah, if you can make a like a perfect GTA game and stuff like that, who would be your three protagonists that's be? Great. And yeah, I like that. <laughs> I think I would go that's, with Ma. Yeah, you want Ma. Yeah, um, Brucey, Bru- <laughs> Ma Bruce. I think she would. I think she would appreciate Brucey because at least yeah. he's out there. He's like he's a young go getter. Um, yeah, not like that uh, bomb of a son of hers. Um, yeah. So Ma <laughs> Brucey's a great shout. Um, <laughs> and maybe Zero. <laughs> I think the three of them would just be oh, brilliant. I'd be, be funny. Okay, that's <laughs> that's so my fun. three. That's your three. Uh, yeah, no, I just want uh, I just want Danny Dyer, Phil, Phil, Phil Collins, Collins. And, and Burt Reynolds. Just <laughs> <laughs> that's brilliant. Uh, Where would it be set? Yeah. Where would it be set? Um, it would be set. It would be set in the like they take over the porn studio <laughs> in Vice City, uh, but they obviously like um, it's got a bad rap and everything like that. So they want to make a legitimate film business and stuff like that. And Phil Collins will do all the music and uh, <laughs> brilliant. That's see, yeah, it, it's yeah. coming together. It's coming together. Oh yeah, beautifully. yeah. And Danny Dyer just has to act it. 
<laughs> oh, oh, they, oh, wait, wait, wait. If they make like, uh, if they make like, like films like The Transporter and stuff like that, like all the Jason Statham hard men films. <laughs> Yeah, like but just, with, but with just Danny, Danny Dyer, Dyer. Dyer and Burt Reynolds. <laughs> Burt Reynolds. <laughs> That'd be so good. That's brilliant. Uh, okay. Oh, amazing. You're, you're welcome, Rockstar. Um, yeah. Amazing. Amazing. I mean, <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. that is the wonderful story of Vice City. And like you say, that is that is the start of it. That is the, the prologue to to every other 3d universe game that, that came that came after it um yeah so yeah absolutely fantastic i mean just having a look at some trivia i was going to say if there's anything else you wanted to say but mm-hmm. uh yeah i'll just read out the trivia just now uh so in gta vice city stories vic, uh, vic vance voice is one of an average american but in vice city vic vance speaks with a thick colombian accent so there's a bit of a change there yeah i think they may be again it's it was one a of bit those. of a it was a bit of retconning at that point yeah. in time. Like they were just like, "Oh, let's give that guy a backstory and stuff like that," and they needed him to carry a full game. And if you're making it um, Lance's brother, then like Lance isn't Colombian. No, no, no. <laughs> so, He's yeah. um, the wonderful again, the returning Philip mm-hmm. Michael Thomas. So um, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, came back for for another for another swing at it, but um, I guess yeah. at that time GTA Three was like maybe a bit of a slow burner but it was so huge mm-hmm. that um they only did vice city within a year so i guess they didn't have a huge amount of time to plan uh and really mm-hmm. think about the future of what was going to happen um yeah until after kind of like san andreas exploded um and then they realized mm-hmm. wait a minute this is pretty good there's only there's only a other couple of little trivia things so like like we've mentioned phil collins appears as himself in the game yeah he does making him the first real life celebrity to appear in phys- in a physical grand Theft Auto game Ooh. and this is the only 3d universe game to feature checkpoints in missions oh liberty city uh episodes from liberty city in grand theft auto 5 from the hd universe would continue this idea interesting yeah like they had like pseudo kind of checkpoints and stuff like that i think in like san andreas like in the middle of the last mission or something like that it's only like one mm-hmm. point or something but yeah and last little thing unlike its predecessors this game was not ported for mobiles yeah strangely i which like you yeah. say maybe it works on a slightly different architecture um yeah However, I mean, three Vice City and San Andreas are... Oh, I just don't know. I don't know. It's a strange one. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, it's a weird okay. one. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. A mm-hmm. um, couple of honourable mentions that we didn't really talk about. Um, yeah. Well, one big honourable mention that we didn't talk about is mm-hmm. Danny Trejo comes back. Um, yes, he does. And in a, in a larger capacity this time, uh, which is mm-hmm. great because I don't think we really got to see enough of... Um, Humberto, uh, yeah, in, yeah, in Vice City itself. So he he plays a, a bigger role uh, and gets some gets some pretty kick-ass cutscenes as well. They they really kind of yeah. lean on him. Um, yeah, yeah, which is absolutely fantastic. So yeah, um, mm-hmm. but ultimately, I think in the the grand scheme of things, uh, doesn't have a huge bearing on the story itself. No. Um, just I think you maybe get a couple more businesses through him or he puts you onto a couple mm-hmm. of new things. So, um, but yeah, I think this is an absolutely fantastic game. Oh, it's, it's brilliant. And um, like we said with um, the BC stories as well, uh, we have to give a, probably a special mention out to the soundtrack because uh, I think they managed to cram more into this. There's an awful lot more. Uh, so yeah, uh, there are nine in-game radio stations in Vice City Stories 
And um, yeah, most of the ones that we have we've heard of before, Flash FM. Yeah, we've got V Rock, obviously. Yeah, uh, not. Um, so is it is a cousin Ed that's yeah cousin Ed yeah uh, cousin Ed is the DJ and and Laszlo's like the intern. That's right. That's right. And stuff like that. <laughs> it's amazing, but yeah, like um, just soundtrack is just like the V Rock soundtrack is just as good as yep. um as it was in uh, the original. So you it got all like ho- holy diver, uh, look it up by Kiss. You've got uh, autograph. I'm gonna. Uh, all I'm gonna take. You have Scorpion, Rocky, like a hurricane. Oh, yes, so <laughs> good. <What a> tune. <laughs> Metal Health by Quiet Riot. Uh, Motley Crue, look for that kill. Judas Priest, Electric Eye. Uh, Rat, round and round. Ted Nugent, um, uh, Stranglehold, and uh, Accept Balls to the Wall. Brilliant, absolutely it's brilliant. Great. It's um, great, but yeah, yeah, you got Flashback. Uh, well, Flash FM. Yeah. Uh, and uh I'll just name a few standouts and stuff like that. Um uh Rich Springfield, Human Touch, Talk Talk, uh, It's My Life, Wang Chung, Don't Let Go, uh, Genesis, Turn It On Again. Yeah, Paradise FM. Uh we didn't have Paradise the first time, I don't think, did we? Don't believe that. Um I think that was that's been added. No, that's a new one. So that's disco, post disco, soul funk. Nice. And then you've got your VCPR, which is your talk radio show. Mm-hmm. Your um VCFL, yep. which was a new, new one as yeah. well. Marvin Gaye, Sexual Healing. Oh, what tune. <laughs> Earth, Wind and Fire Fantasy. Yes. Mm. <laughs> Barry White. <laughs> <laughs> The ecstasy when you lay down next to me. <laughs> what a tune! <laughs> what an absolute tune. Uh, Waves one hundred three uh, was another good one, and uh, that was your new wave synth pop and goth rock. Amazing as well. So you had Flock of Seagulls uh, on there, The Cure, uh, Blondie, Frankie Goes to Hollywood, uh, New Order, uh, Japan, Human League, Depeche Mode, that kind of thing. Fresh was new. Uh, old school hip hop rap electro brilliant yeah uh, Ron DNC in there as well uh, radio uh, radio Espan Espanoso Espanoso uh, yeah uh, Espanoso <laughs> apologies for that one uh, yeah apologies for that one uh, Latin jazz salsa Cuban sun cha 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 <laughs> emotions <laughs> one oh six that was another good one foreigner uh, Phil Collins in the air tonight uh, rainbow Toto uh, Toto yeah, uh, 10cc, um, yeah, great. So yeah, bunch of really good songs, and I think there is, yeah, there's definitely more songs in this than there were in the original. Yeah, yeah, very much. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's just like, just a lovely collective umbrella of 80s stuff. This is very, very cool. And just adds adds to that gorgeous aesthetic. Um, yeah, it, it does just, indeed just pulls you right into the world um which is just yeah. brilliant anything else you would like to say about vice city stories before we close this chapter forever for ne- <laughs> and never open it again you uh, heard that here first so gary and i've been down to our local twat cafe and we've checked our inbox and we've received an email from jess and jess asks some of the choices in gta seem pointless in comparison with other games would you like to see more consequences for your actions rather than just some radio dialogue? So I think this is a pretty good question, mm-hmm. um, especially looking forward um, to GTA 6, whatever and whenever yeah. that may uh, appear. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and 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 actually, quite recently, I was going through my um, my PS Plus library, just looking for uh, a couple of games that I I'd essentially forgotten that I had. Yeah. Uh, anything that was good to get my teeth into, and I, I noticed a couple of the um, I noticed the Detroit Become Human. Yeah, yeah. You know, a game with you know seemingly infinite different kind of branches of, yeah, of story very good yeah yeah it's 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 outstanding and i'm I'm really looking forward to sit down and, and getting it i think i played the demo back back when it first came out yeah, yeah um heavy rain of course yeah uh with i think every single footstep having a different consequence if you if yeah. you take it slightly differently um and then you get things like like gta so i think in gta 4 was the first time that you got like permanent choices yeah, yeah. Uh, especially with the ending yeah yeah um so yeah i think it's 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 really good to to think because again to michael's point we mention this all the time um there's usually a point in each jta where everything that you have learned and done so far gets taken away from you um whether you have to flee a certain part of the map and you can't go back there but um and would that would that be better in choices? Would it be that maybe you switch on GTA Six and and you get run out of the city and actually I I spend my whole time in in you know the new Vice City or wherever we go? Yeah. What what do you think about the way that it's been so far? Um, I don't like. It's kind of it's kind of almost like um. So Rockstar want to tell a story, and and yeah. it's the same. Yeah, yeah. It's the same way Naughty Dog want to. Whereas, like, mm -hmm. uh, I think Rockstar succeed in, obviously, like, doing well-told stories in an open-world game because they tailor themselves around that. So you have, like, the story doesn't feel like it drags at points and stuff like that, and uh, it gives you the opportunity to, like, go off and do your own thing. Yeah. Um. So that's that kind of freedom of choice that you do have. So they can tailor this story, just be like, okay, this is the story we want to tell. Whereas like mm -hmm. uh, Naughty Dog is very much, this is like, there's no differentiating you. There's nothing that you can do. You have to go down this route, but this is the story yeah. we've crafted for you guys. And totally. yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, uh, like a lot of open world games now are starting to do. Obviously, the kind of like Mass Effect, Knights of the Old Republic style thing in terms of like a dialogue mm -hmm. wheel. Yeah, yeah. And you can have like good points, bad points, and everything like that. And mm -hmm. um, I don't know if that's something like. Do you think GTA would benefit from that um, in terms of story, like tailoring a story a story to what you want? Like you can be like the goodest goody that's ever walked this earth or the baddest baddie that's ever walked this earth um totally. do you think that that's something like to make your your own gta story that's i i, I think it's a really a good point and yes i think that's that's i think why would why i would like yeah i, I don't know because we we've not done it i think sometimes the, the juxtaposition between what rockstar kind of give you to play with yeah um i.e like you know all the guns and helicopters and bombs yeah, yeah. and prostitutes and everything um where like i mean as michael you know one of his cutscenes is he's walking past a few sex workers yeah. and he's like oh no ladies i'm married not for me yeah but you can quite literally get in your car and as the player honk your horn and pick up one of those ladies and go find an alleyway <laughs> um <laughs> you know there's those two kind of yeah. I, I was thinking about maybe red dead where john marston's quite a, an honorable um quite an honorable guy yeah. and his whole thing is he wants out of the gang life yeah. and um he wants to be a family man and settle yeah. down and everything um but you can quite happily turn up to any town and just start shooting at people yes yes you can 
you know yeah there's this <laughs> yes, and we have yeah um and i think there's that kind of like offset of the the tools and the the toys that we've been given so when i think when you say you could either be the goodest goody or the baddest baddie yeah um i think if you know we've talked a few weeks ago around your character creation yeah, yeah. potentially being a part of of the new game mm-hmm. um you know we saw that leak which let's face it 99 percent fake however we'll tell you it's real yeah so that if we're right brilliant yeah we call the best part we called call it yeah we called it exactly yeah. exactly um and we saw the rhinoplasty and i thought you know what the, the reason that, that that held weight was because if if we did get character customization that's where you would go and you would change your look just yeah. like you know you would go and get a different haircut or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think if you make your own person, essentially within this, you're not a Trevor, a Michael, a CJ, a, yeah. a Tommy. You are, insert name here. Yeah. You're a Gary. You're a Gareth. Yeah. Um. Then yeah, your your moral compass is yours to play with. Yeah. So you can you can go off and, and do whatever you yeah, like. Yeah, I think I think if you do, uh, if you give the option of customizable characters and stuff like that, uh, you need to have that kind of like um like you need to feel like this is like you crafting your own story totally yeah like so i want some dialogue options i want mm. you know different ways of being able to interact with it. i want to be honorable yeah. or i want to be you know a complete shit yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah. um yeah i think i think if they are going down that route i think that's something that they do need to do and they need to craft a story that uh caters to all of that and it's not just like a binary choice in terms of like Mm-hmm. At the end, it's like, oh, if you decide to kill this guy or not kill this guy, then um, like you're either good or bad. That's totally. It need to have like decisions that play out throughout the whole game that determine like which, like sort of ending. Like you can have maybe like three or four different mm-hmm. outcomes in the end and stuff like that, but your story, like whatever choices you make, tailor you towards that end point. I think. Yeah, and they'll yeah. they'll I- they'll all be like special like there'll be beats that they have to hit and stuff like that in the story like mm-hmm. you ha- like let's say you ha- you all have to do a heist and stuff like that whether you succeed at this heist or whether you don't succeed at this heist that yeah. that might be the thing if you end up getting arrested a lot or something like that that mm-hmm. might tailor like you might find the game a lot harder because you're losing a lot of your resources and stuff like that yeah yeah um yeah i think that's uh I think that's something that they could craft really well. Uh, but if they are going down the route of um, like like a Red Dead 2 and stuff like that, this is the mm-hmm. story we want to tell with yep. this character that we've created, then mm-hmm. uh, I don't want any of that. No, no, I, I, I agree. I think choose, pick a lane kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, p- um, pick a lane sort of thing. But I don't know whether, like, because we have online now, and the fact that like mm-hmm. you create your own character and stuff like that, and you essentially almost create your own story in GTA Online yeah, as you do. well. You do. You're yeah, like you can do whatever the hell hell you kind of want to do in it, and uh, yeah. it's like all the chaos and mayhem and stuff like that that you can cause in the single player and stuff like that. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, it doesn't affect the story at all. No. Yeah. No, it doesn't. Yeah. yeah, this is exactly it. But then you can just switch to it and carry on with the 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 third party people uh, kind of stories and stuff. So. Yeah, yeah, I think it's a good show. I think something you mentioned there I think would be worth kind of exploring um, or, or it, it's quite intriguing to me. And it's not that the decisions choose the path. It's actually your, it's the path that's choosing the decisions. Yeah. So that, you know, at the first kind of, at the end of the first act, rather than choosing to kill or not kill Vlad, yeah. actually 
that should only be one choice. The other path it may have taken you down, there's maybe three branching options yeah, there. Yeah. Maybe, um, you know, you, you choose to kill somebody else or maybe you choose a different kind of thing altogether yeah. because you've done certain things in certain ways. So like, like you say, you maybe, you maybe drive more. Yeah. So that's influencing because maybe you got somewhere quicker. Yeah, yeah. And therefore, there's a different decision at the end of that path. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe you kill more people, uh, and therefore, there's a different decision at the end of that path. Yeah, yeah. Um, so all those little stats and all those little decisions you're making, how you play the game, yeah. is actually branching off in different decisions mm -hmm. and not just having these big block, we all choose yes or no to kill this person. Yeah, yeah. And therefore, there's only two binary paths to go yeah, down. Yeah. Um, actually, there's a little, little bit more kind of branching off yeah, and, yeah. and going through those uh, just based on the way that you are and the way you are with your character. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I totally agree. I think if we're given a character, mm -hmm. just give me a story. Yeah, just give me the story uh, that Rockstar wants to tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. And it, we've said umpteen times, I love that. Yeah. That's what I love about Grand Theft Auto yeah. is that we, we essentially get that. Because um, the more I think about that, I'm like, well... Do I want to customize my own character? Yeah, Do I, yeah. Is that really what I want? Do I want my own dialogue trees? Yeah. Is that how I want to play Grand Theft Auto? I, I don't know. Yeah. Is it my actions speak louder than I like? Yeah. Mm, I don't know. It's, it's intriguing yeah. to know what they could do. Like um, the Nemesis system in um, Shadow War. In Shadow Mordor yeah. is again one of those moments that, if implemented correctly, could be up there with Bioshock. Yeah, yeah. It's if implemented into a GTA. Yeah, yeah. You know, imagine going back. And like, even down to like the tiniest stuff. Imagine you knock down a hot dog stand. Yeah. And then the next time you're you're just like close by in that room, it's like, hey, that's the guy that knocked down my hot dog stand. Yeah. And maybe a couple of guys get aggro with yeah. you. You know, that kind of stuff. If you're back in like that block. That'd be cool. Um, just thinking about like GTA 3, that when you, you go back to like the, the mafia controlled area, yeah, yeah. they just start shooting at you. And it's quite binary. It's like, you've you've hit a certain point. Yeah. They're all pissed off at you. Yeah. They're just going to start shooting shoot guns at you. Yeah. Like, shoot shooting shotguns at you yeah, yeah um yeah so rather than it being quite um binary with like oh this area is blocked off to you um you know nearly every single npc could be could be tagged with that nemesis system um and it could make quite a dynamic interaction with with the world uh, and really make it a lot deeper yeah, yeah i'd love to see something like that yeah no definitely definitely like um like i remember i remember like first properly delving into like a game that had like um like all the dialogue choices and stuff like that and it was telltale's walking mm -hmm. dead first season yeah, absolutely yeah, yeah. amazing and you actually oh, like I'm still not over it yeah like and just like so telltale telltale do it really well but like uh you can kind of see that um they have like a certain like it is a certain narrative and stuff like that. It has a yeah, start yeah. point, it has an end point. You have little variations and stuff like that, but you feel like they're bigger choices than like there mm -hmm. actually are. And like most people will end up on the same track, I think. Yes. Yeah. Whereas something like Until Dawn, um, that drastically yeah. changes everything. Like every little thing that you do in that game changes how things go. And good shot, I'd forgotten about that. It's such a good game. It's so good. It is. Yeah. I might have to wheel that one out. Um, yeah. That's usually a Halloween. Yeah, Halloween uh, one, yeah. I, I love I, yeah. I love the style and the aesthetic of Until Dawn and like done up like a teen horror. I think it's so cool. So cool, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, and yeah, I just remember like uh, we were doing so well. Like me and Laura were doing so well in that game. We were, like, we were saving everyone and stuff like that. And she's like, oh, I think, oh, this is great. Then it came to like the last few um, like uh, 
big things that happened in that game and everyone mm. just started dying <laughs> everyone just started dying and we're like no and we saved two people at the end and they were the two people we hated the most <laughs> uh, i can't actually remember who we saved now because yeah. we were doing it as well beth's not like a gamer, gamer yeah, yeah. although she's a pretty mean um uh mario kart yeah, player yeah. um but i was like right this is what's going to happen this is going to you're going to have to like you'll you'll notice the bar yep. going down you have to shout what you want me to do in enough time for me to react yeah um and we got pretty slick at it so yeah. when there was a big um like decision she was like right left yeah, or yeah. whatever the the command was yeah, yeah. so we would just kind of do it that way um and oh it was such a fun game yeah i i, I really enjoyed it like i like there's some genuinely like good scares in that but it was like it was just a cheesy teen horror and like it, oh, it yeah and uh, like if was it hayden pantier uh remy malik isn't it? Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, it's huge as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely huge. Yeah. Every time I see um, uh, like adverts or whatever for Bohemian Rhapsody, yeah. I'm like, oh, it's a guy from uh, yeah, Until Dawn. Until Dawn. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's ace. It's so cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, 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 you know what? There's a, there's a lot of scope on this yeah. in this, um, and we know we know Rockstar. They always get the best tech for like bloody Cole Phelps's face. And, yeah. Um, well, I mean, like uh, like uh, Ellie Noir is a good direction of that because like you have yeah, different multiple choices oh, and, diff and different like dialogue options and stuff like that you can mm -hmm. you can be a really good cold felt or you can be a really bad cold felt or I, you could that or, would do, I think, or you could be hiding in the mirror behind you shut up no um <laughs> i did put out i did put out a tweet uh asking yeah. um what was uh what was everybody's favorite uh leak hashtag cold felts is behind you yeah. <laughs> um it's, that's a really good shout yeah. as well because that was it was still kind of almost the same it was almost dialogue boxes but yeah it was a more integrated uh subtle way of of doing those uh and your decisions and, and the way you interrogated would kind of change the outcomes mm -hmm. um some witnesses would close up and they didn't want to speak to you if you were too harsh yeah, and, yeah. Uh, some people would just lie to you and try and walk all over you if you if you weren't harsh enough kind of thing and i think that was a pretty good implementation of that yeah uh, and i think if if those ways if you know like the you know the more bad cop you played yeah um maybe some of the decisions later on in that game uh and some of the the story turns um maybe would have been a little bit more sense yeah, maybe yeah. if you were you know a bit more better cop yeah, yeah uh some of those things wouldn't have happened yeah um so yeah i think yeah th there's always really really good tech in there um with euphoria engine with rage engine yeah, yeah. um i would i would love to think that they were playing with something like the nemesis engine yeah something that th every single npc or every single other character or gang member that's going around, mm -hmm. you know, so like 40% of the NPCs yeah. were, were loaded with rage yeah. and remembered <laughs> the last time no. loaded with rage, loaded with nemesis rage. <laughs> like the hot dog stand vendor will remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's it. <laughs> oh, hot dog stand vendor. Yeah. Um, yeah, totally. That, that kind of stuff would utterly blow my mind. Yeah. Um, and I sincerely hope that that's again, Rockstar. Please, please, please. If we don't get this game until twenty twenty seven, but it's got something like that in it, yeah, I I will wait. I will play. I'll play GTA five every single year. Yeah, on every single console you re release it on. Because let's face it, I mean that'd be pushing that would be pushing the PS six. Um, yeah, I will do that if we get something as immersive and in depth as that. Yeah, definitely. Okay, well, thank you very much, everybody, for listening this far. As always, um, thank you very much for every single share, 
for sharing this podcast with your friends, every single tweet, uh, retweet, like everything that you guys do. Um, we, as always, appreciate it every single time. Yes, we do. Uh, a pleasure as always, Gary. Yep, definitely. Let's do it again. Yes, let's. Let's. <laughs> um, hmm. Let's see. Maybe next week. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, uh, I'll pen- I'll oh. pencil you, and I might be doing my hair, but uh, yeah. <laughs> good. Good. <laughs> Excellent stuff. Well, <laughs> and just remember, while other podcasters in school, we're getting lucky in a game of blackjack against a blind man. Until next week, keep it six stars. Mm-hmm.